Welcome to Nerdables. This is going to be a very special episode because we are bringing back Star Wars Declassified. We are going to break down the entire second season of Mandalorian and really dive into the really big season finale. Welcome everyone, I'm R.A. Ray, and joining me are Chris and Ethan. So needless to say, if you haven't seen season two of The Mandalorian... If you haven't seen any of season two of The Mandalorian... It's probably been spoiled for you by now. It's it's unlikely that... Yeah, you probably probably know a lot about it already. So Hell, even if you haven't seen the last episode, you probably know half about it. Needless to say, season two was Mandalorian colon... Fan service? No, yeah. it was Rebel Season 5. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Clone Wars Season 8. Uh, and Return of the Jedi Point 1? It was, hey, let's take all the characters, take all the new characters. We're going to put them off to the side. We're going to take all these characters you remember from other stuff, and we're going to put it in there. So <laughs> I remember you saying after Which is exactly season. what I was worried about for the second season well, when the, the rumors started coming that... Ahsoka was going to be in it, and Sabine was going to be in it, and Ezra's going to be in it, and Boba Fett's going to be in it, and Commander Cody's going to be in it, and Darth Vader's going to be in it, Luke, and Han, and Chewie, and and everybody. George Lucas was going to be in it. Indiana Jones was going to be in it. Thanos was going to be in it. Rindiana Jones? I was just like... <laughs> Rindiana Jones. Uh, it felt like you were taking these new characters that people connected to and kind of pushing them off to the side, which mm-hmm. is not exactly what they did, but they also, I mean... Well, Griff was new, in it for one episode. Every new character you got this season... That was new to the Mandalorian. Ninety mm-hmm. percent of them were people you had already met. Well, I remember you in saying other, in, in other media. I remember you saying after we watched season one, the one of the things that you loved the best about it was that even though there was some familiar things, you know, the ATST, some character, you know, there's uh, a familiar environment. There's a familiar environment, but there weren't. You weren't inundated with all of these old characters you already knew. It was Legacy a completely new so story. You know, like you yeah. get a new character. Yeah, like, new well, was it, it was Rogue it. One was new, but you still had a lot of old in it. Yeah, you had characters in it, but nobody who was. I don't know. I take that back because Tarkin's really important to it. Yeah. Um, outside of Tarkin, people that were very central to the advancing plot of the story mm-hmm. were all new. Mon 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 Mon, she's not an advanced. That could have been General Bale. Dragon. Bale, again, he doesn't have anything to do with it. He, he doesn't advance the plot. That's what I'm talking sure. about. Anyone could have been in that room. Yes. General Draven runs that meeting with Jin. Mm-hmm. Cassian helps run that meeting with yes. Jin. Mon Mothma shows up at the end and basically says, we'll give you your freedom if you do this for us. Saw's on the other one, but he's such a character that's so different than what you were given before. And I guess you could say the same thing here. But for the most part... Rogue One didn't have a lot of legacy characters that you th- you recognize through. Right. Um, Same thing with Solo. Still a lot I mean, there, Solo had there's definitely a lot less different. than there was in, or a lot more than there was in Mandalorian Season 1. There's not a single legacy character that appears on screen in Mandalorian, save for, now we know, the boots of Boba Fett. Right. Outside of that, we've never met Groof before. We've never met the Mandalorian before. We've never met Gogru before. We've never met uh, uh, Cara Dune. We've never d- met Quill. We've never... M- and none of them are like, oh, I was Darth Vader's handmaiden. Right. Oh, I was mm-hmm. the Emperor's, you know, personal assistant. I Even was- Moff Gideon was Moff Gideon was we, You get Moff Gideon. We know his name is Moff. Right. But it's not, oh, yeah, I was on the Emperor's the council. The only, quote-unquote, legacy thing that you could say was in 
season one was the dark saber. Even then, I'm not talking about I'm not talking about stuff. Right. I'm not talking about the. the, the I'm talking characters. about characters. Or a, a character, yeah, maybe a quick shot of uh, R five D four. That was it. Yeah, but again, no. doesn't really mean anything. Correct. In terms of speaking lines, not a single character in it was someone that we had met in a previous entertainment, Correct. in mm-hmm. a movie or a TV series, animated, even a book or anything. They didn't right. give us anything. Right. We run into Mandalorian season two right off the ground. We get a character in Cobb Vanth that is very, very, very unfamiliar to most people. But if sure. you read. The Aftermath series, you have a very small piece and you've heard his name before. Okay, cool. We know nothing about him. Here we go. And then from there, they throw you Ahsoka and Boba Fett. And and it's just, and then of course, what we get in the end. So yeah, Bo-Katan shows up. I mean, we've got all these characters Wait, that have existed get... in, in previous media that have then come in and become a major part of the story going forward. And that both, I mean, Bo-Katan and Jin are now intertwined with one another mm-hmm. and din din whatever you said jin like dude come up with a real name i'm tired of these <laughs> but jin jajar just call him george the other just day call you him said bob, bob. <laughs> just call him bob how about bob mandalorian call him bob mando <laughs> his whole name is just bob mando yeah yeah and there's enough characters that have been close enough to jin i mean come on um oh no so yeah his last name is DeJo- whatever the mandalorian right it sure seems like his future is very intertwined with Bo-Katan, who we met all the way back in Clone Wars, and then again, mm-hmm. again in Rebels. Rebels. So, it, it, should, it and, and that's fine, like, whatever. It just is sort of, I feel like it takes away from sort of his story now, and the fact that at some point, we've got to get new characters. Well, we've, we've established with, you know, especially with how people big like. the... The, how big the child has progressed as far as character goes. This is not a story about the Mandalorian anymore. It's a story about stuff around the Mandalorian. <laughs> well, he's he's the Mandalorian of and in the a child sense. are and are very intertwined because of that's the that's the point of the first season. Right, is the is the, this child? No, that's my joke. Is going on is like he is the main character, but the story well, has nothing to do. Basically, that was my joke last year than, when I said yeah. that we were we were looking at merchandise for it, like posters and and stuff, and and. He's not on it. It's right. all Baby Yoda at the time a year ago. Like we have a poster at work that says, you know, the Mandalorian, and it's just, uh, uh, it's just Baby Yoda in the prom, yeah, or pram or whatever. It's just him. <laughs> and I, one of the reasons I got it and put it up at work is because it was hilarious. Like well, I called the Mandalorian, and he's he ends up not being the most popular character in his own series. Now, right. if you go to like hardcore Star Wars fans who love this, he's the one that everybody loves. Yeah. But when you get to the greater group of people that are watching this. They're going, no, no, I like, I, like, I like the little cute guy. The more casual Star Wars fan like yeah. Grogu better than than the Mandalorian himself. <laughs> so episode one, we jump right into him trying to track down a lead to another Mandalorian at that time. Mm-hmm. So we dumped that idea really fast. Really yeah. fast. <laughs> he feels if he can find another Mandalorian, he can that Mandalorian that would lead- can help him. That figure lead out to the where Jedi, the Jedi yeah. would be. But I do like, like, I guess being undercover or not undercover, but in hiding or whatever, you're not as connected to mm-hmm. the galaxy. So they wouldn't be like, they're not just like dudes on a planet. Right. We're not going to Jedi planet and then yeah. finding the Jedi. Right. They're not just like, yeah, we're chilling out here. I mean, you know, if they're anywhere, they'd be on Tatooine. Hey, Empire, go. you can find us right here yeah. and kill the rest of us. So then we run into Cobb and, you know, in a part, we find out that there's only three civil, civilized cities 
so to speak, on Tatooine. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, if you think about it, Jabba's Palace is be- uh, more of a city than the well, town, you have, you town have, said. You have Mos Espa and Mos Eisley. Yes. And then there's towns out of it, because Anchorhead's the town that's basically off of Luke's farm. Right, but you would... You Anchorhead, never go to Anchorhead. But you know, they, the way Anchorhead was made up in the original trilogy was it was bigger than Mos Eisley. It was like no, the no, biggest... No. He, because Obi-Wan tells him he wants to go to Mos Eisley, and he says, no, I can take you to Anchorhead, and then you can get passage to Mos Eisley or someplace else. There's no starport in Anchorhead. That's oh, the okay, problem. yeah, yeah. yeah so right. Anchorhead, Anchorhead's it. a town. It's like going to Thousand Oaks on your way to L.A. Right. You know, a town of 100,000 people is fairly big, but L.A. is a town of a million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's an airport there, and there's, you know, all that stuff. And so the, it feels like the Moss places is what a major city would be, because Moss Eisley and then in episode one, Moss Espa is the same type of deal. Yeah. It's a very large. It's a very large place. They have the races there, all that jazz. Um, and then yes, there's a, there's a third one that was something, and then it disappeared. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? and nobody knows about it. Which the t- I mean, when you start start thinking about the timeline, things get you know really. Well, I mean, that's really what the, the EU had the same problem, yeah. and that's why sometimes locking down stuff in time versus versus events. Because if you've noticed, you know the time between four and five and the time between five and six has fluctuated in the past because you start telling stories between five and six and you're like, we got all these stories. Well, if we're going to tell you, it's the same amount of time as it would be for an, a standard earth year. Right. It's not enough time to do all this. Right. But then also as you start getting longer, you're like, man, it took them two years to go find Han. Yeah. That poor bastard's been in carbonite for two years. Like, <laughs> Hey, we should probably finally get to Java's place. And remember the <laughs> EU had to pretend that he couldn't get there. Uh-huh. It's like, why didn't he find him immediately? Well, when Jabba gets there, IG-88 attacks him, and then Boba Fett has to fly out with 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 him until he can get to a point. But where he, he also can come gets back. attacked by Bosk, and that was the whole thing. It on was the like, way there, he goes. He's being chased by all the other bounty hunters, yeah. which makes the Lando and and Chewbacca not able to go directly to Tatooine to right. find him because he's not in Jabba's hands, and they're doing the same thing that the bounty hunters are trying to find him. You know, trying to find Boba Fett and mm-hmm. take him back from him, yeah. and then of course, then there's there's all the shadows <laughs> of the Empire stuff, which is like, you know what? Let's stop looking for Han. Let's yeah. do something else. Let's, let's, <laughs> well, go, to, was, let's go to Coruscant. Was, they, they had to go to Coruscant because they had to get. I don't remember anything. They from had that to get. Story. They had to get the disguise for Leia. I thought that was that was something within the story. She adopts that was the within bu- the story. Yeah, she adopts the Bush disguise because of Prince Zizor, if I remember right. Yes. I just remember Lando. They, Lando and Luke had those cool, like red guard, the uniforms. red guard uniforms, where they had to, they had to come up out of the sewer. Of all and, the stuff, that, of all the stuff that they make from the EU, which is nothing, that's one of the designs. Like I love that design. Like I loved that figure when yeah. it came out, and that's the only one we ever got. Was that one? <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't do that. Use that design for like, you know, the Sith trooper or something, and make it different than looking like no, because a red. You have, you have to use the same mold. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make you can't make a toy that looks different. Um. So we find out to recolor it, which as we go through the season, we'll realize there's a lot of recoloring of the same toys. So as we find out that uh, immediately after the second Death Star blows up, miners invade this new Moss town Mm -hmm. and take over this little community that was there and Cobb. Get some way miners. They come in and kill the miners. No, it says they're, they're the miners that come in. Well, they they were the no they came yeah they uh, they came in and took over the miners guild it was it was the miners guild that came in and took over the town yeah 
Mm. And Cobb Vance uh, Cobb Vance. Yeah. No, I know he escapes. escapes. He escapes and wanders the desert for a couple days until Jawas pick him up. And the weird thing was is he was on a horse, but they never gave it a name. Wow. And then uh, (laughs) we find out in the in the sandcrawler that there's the Boba Fett armor. Yes. So now it means that we have this time period of when Luke left, when Luke, Han, and Leia left Jabba's palace after rescuing Han mm-hmm. to getting to the explosion of the Death Star. Within that time period, which presume, what, maybe a couple months, is when... I don't think it's this is that long. Maybe Probably it's like not that long. Weeks. Yeah, maybe, maybe a, a few weeks. weeks. Yeah, He's got to go to Dagobah so yes. that Yoda can just be like, look, I'm tired of your questions. I'm just going to die. He's got to have Obi-Wan be like, well, no, look, I didn't lie to you. I mean, I did, but I didn't. It depends on your point of view. What? Yeah. Um, <laughs> find out that, you know, then we find out that there's a sister. And then, so then you have to, you have to place into episode three, the line, like only a Sith deals in absolutes to kind of justify the fact that Obi-Wan lied to him. Yeah. The entire time. Um, they never get to the real, the real tragedy, which is to find out why R2-D2 is lying to him the whole time. Uh, right. <laughs> But yeah, I think the time between that is is weeks at best. I'm telling you, even in terms this of season. travel time and in terms of like setting it up, because it does it it feels like when Luke walks into the we're gonna talk more about more about Return of the Jedi than we will the actual show. Um, when Luke walks into well, this sets the, up where the timeline the, uh, conference room, the 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 briefing. Mm-hmm. It does feel like he's been gone for a little while. Yeah, the way you Leia know, comes yeah, up, and hugs up him to him, and stuff. it's just like just the travel time to get to Dagobah and back should be fairly long, right? You know, he's probably gone at least a week. Yeah, I, that's why I was figuring like a month or two between, the, you know. Plus, you know, they got to <laughs> they got to get Han and Frozen, give him a, general. a, a generalship for no reason. Well, what about Lando? Lando? <laughs> a generalship from, oh, you ran a city? Cool, you're a general. Uh, I sort of betrayed my best friend and or someone I knew very well, at least. And Look, that tells you how, it tells you how desperate the rebellion is because no, they need it a pilot. It tells you how desperate it was for Lu- for George Lucas to keep a black person in his movie. Because <laughs> as soon as he comes back, Lando's like, I should be out of here. I'm not I'm not fighting this. Like, I got your friend back. Yeah. Chewbacca's not going to kill me because he was going to straight up kill me. And I'm done. I'm gone. See you later. And then, you know, General Nadine's like, I guess I'm running this. Who's <laughs> flying now? Hey, Luke, we need you to fly against the Death Star. No, that's cool. I gotta, I gotta go with the other team because... I need to leave them and go find Luke. Darth we need Vader. you to get your squadron together. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm gonna go with them. I don't, I don't need a pilot. I don't, I don't need to pilot the one. I've already done that. I'm Look, looking, I already blew up one Death Star. I'm you want me to blow up another one? I'm looking for new adventures in my life. <laughs> but my adventure is to go find Darth Vader. Uh, yes. Once you start breaking down the movies, some of them don't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You have to deal with the reality of making films, which was well, Billy D. Williams is signed, so he better run. <laughs> He better fly the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> so Cobb Vance trades him these parts or money that he steals from the back of this miner's. Uh, well, it was like the crystals, wasn't it? Yeah, the, like super. We got eight crystal. episodes. This is this is either going to be the longest thing so, we've ever done, or we're going to talk well, about it, But them it's setting up because you you get you get to you know he gets to the Mandalorian you know the part of the Mandalorian or the Boba Fett armor, and out of the deal, mm-hmm. which sets up we know Boba Fett's going to show up this season. Then we get to the second episode. Well, especially because you see him at the end of the episode. Well, you do. One. Yeah, the, the, which started a whole thing online of no, that's not Boba Fett. 
It's the, Jango Fett. He somehow put his head back on. No, that's not Jango Fett. That's Rex. It's Rex. I'm telling you, it's Rex. You, Rex. you saw a lot more of that than I did. I, everyone, just, everyone yeah. I knew knew it was Boba Fett. Oh, there, but see, there. I'm also with you know the the Galaxy Edge groups, the Star Wars, you know the R two builders groups, things like that. <laughs> and you after Chris is right. Just even after this first episode, you realize how many people only watch the movies and don't watch the cartoons, don't want, don't read the books or the comic books that only focus on the movie because they, they have no clue with anything. No. You know, especially when the new figures came up and people were going, what is that from? Where do you, know, that's a new figure. Or, you know, every, the, the big Which thing. Which is, is what it's always going to be. Look, it, it, you're not going to get around. A lot of people are going to see the movies. A little less than those people are going to see the TV. And then nobody's going to read the books. And no one's going to read the comics. <laughs> and no one's going to watch the cartoons. So just get over it. Move forward. So we're, we not even, the, we're not even out of the first episode. How, how far are we in? Like 30 minutes? 17. 17. Look at that, 20 minutes in. We haven't even left the first episode. Okay, so well, we're we leaving the first episode. minutes about episode six. So I know. Well, then we're going to get a lot more of that in there. So. so the second episode, the Razor Crest is flying off. No, wait. We start out because he's got to take the passenger with him that mm-hmm. knows where another Mandalorian would Literally be. Literally the name of the episode. Yeah, the frog. Yeah. yeah. It's not frog lady. It's called the passenger. The passenger, right. So we get a frog lady who looks like a gecko, and she has to bring her eggs that are very delicious. <laughs> Apparently. To a planet so that her man. So delicious to a point where there's an online petition. Yeah. So that, that her, starting her genocide. frog man can spread his all over him and, and make them into children. And so they leave, and then he gets shot by a couple of X-Wings. There you and go. And he crashes. Reason. And this is the episode that everyone forgets exists. Yeah. Because this is the only one that doesn't, like, it, this was the, the only one that, after the episode, it wasn't this, okay, well, I gotta talk about the Mandalorian, because the Mandalorian, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. This, this one was like, oh, that was just, like, an episode, I don't understand. Like, well, Everybody called TV it series. a sleeper episode. It was, all the, oh, it was, it was episodic. No. Everyone kept saying it's episodic, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a TV series. It's episodes, and it does well, create isn't that the whole series? important because uh, we finally see someone from the New Republic. Mm-hmm. So, someone of, of, of authority from the New Republic are two fighter pilots, one of which is an, uh, an actor and one of which is not. And it can tell because they let the <laughs> actor do all the talking. <laughs> and the big thing from that is that he's exon- the Mandalorian is exonerated for his role in the prison breakout episode in the first season. Yeah. Yes. And it establishes that these two characters are out in uh, um, they're patrolling the outer yeah, they're rim. Patrolling the outer rim space cops. and they're sort of they're sort of like space cops. Yeah. Which will tie into the space the and space rangers. So the rangers get, of the of the new republic. So we get a, we get a ship that is somehow able to fly in space even though it's falling apart well he pressurized the just the, the cabin just the, the cockpit mm-hmm. so it was able to fly yeah. the two yeah. things to take away from that episode is one and a lot of new republic tape. pilots are space cops and two if you have arachnophobia skip that episode yes well and the baby yoda will just eat anything well yeah because he's evil He's yeah. going to be the next emperor. <laughs> and he's, loves he's uh, he's going to be dark quiet. I mean, I'm telling you, my theory's coming <laughs> coming we'll through. We'll play with that later. <laughs> well, even his name, Grogu, 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 Darth Grogu. Again, just call him Baby Yoda from now. <laughs> like, come on. So then we get to episode three, 
where he lands with the passenger on this water planet that is filled with creatures that should be on Mon Cal. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's, it's a it's a yeah, planet that seems to have a uh, quote unquote normal. <laughs> it's not all ice. It's not all sand. It's not all you know. It's got some seas. And it's, it's just got gloomy. some land, and it's got some stuff. And yeah, it's just a day where hey, it's a little it's a little overcast. And yes, we get to see uh, some Moncal, some Moncal, Mon some some Quarren. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get to see a, a sweater that was purchased at JC Penney's. <laughs> J. J. Crew, everybody, yeah, J. Crew, and everybody went crazy. But this is the episode that the next episode that everyone went crazy for because we're introduced to Bo-Katan. Mm-hmm. Bo-Katan comes in and says she she needs to stop. What is he after on that ship? There, oh, no, goes, she she needs she wants the weapons. Re- she wants to know. They have weapons that they took from Mandalore, and that's what she is after. Yes. And then she eventually... It's not that they took from Mandalore. They, she just wants the weapons to use to take back Mandalore. That's uh, what it is. I was trying to, no, I was trying to think. So the, the, the Mandalorians in the inn, the Quarren guys are like, oh, we can give you passage across the way, and you can meet someone who will tell you where the Mandalorians are, and then they attack him, and then Bo-Katan and her people come and save him. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she enlists help in seizing weapons from Imperial Freighter in exchange for information on the Jedi. And then... Then she drops the first big bomb of the Bo-Katan season. reveals their main objective is to capture the ship along the weapons. The Imperial captain ship on Moff Gideon to crash. Bo-Katan crashes against the Darksaber, and then Bo-Katan says, go to this other planet and typhoid. go talk to... Ahsoka. Typhoid. Is it time? No. It's, uh... <laughs> it's typhoid. <laughs> no, it's, uh... Typhon. Uh, ty- typhon. Yeah. typhon. Yes. Typhon. Typhoid, Typhon. Totally different. Tomato, well throw, one, tomato, one tomato. Just throw in Typhoon at, at that point. Sure. One is, one is a disease. One is the planet that we saw in the <laughs> Afro comic book. Um, well, you, know, you don't know what's on that planet. It could be a so bunch of diseases. Yes, that's the first thing. So we get Bo-Katan in an episode, and she mentions Ahsoka Tano, and then the internet was very calm about it. And we're just like, mm, this <laughs> Nobody is a, cares. This is an interesting obviously. development. Let's see where yeah. this goes. Or, and that's all we heard for a full week. Yep. And again, the show's called The Mandalorian. (laughs) (laughs) He really does nothing. This is, I mean, even in here, when he gets on this fishing ship and then he gets himself captured or whatever, you know, oh, we knocked him into the thing and like some super squid was going to kill him and we're going to take his best car. He sucks. Yes. Like, the Mandalorians are not very good at what they do. No, at least not him. The female Mandalorians are badass. The Mandalorians that were from the Clone Wars are like that. It's like Stormtroopers. As soon as the Clone Wars end, we suck. We can't do anything. <laughs> we get beat by the Empire. None of us do are very good. I mean, Sabine, I guess, is the only one. Like, yeah, so I guess all the female Mandalorians. I guess, all the male Mandalorians. Huh? Oh, someone hit my jetpack on accident, and I flew into the side of a stale barge, and then uh, you get homeboy who we find out in the next episode. Spoiler: that Beskar can block lightsabers. Django seemed to forget. Let's <laughs> see uh, if he hit him in the between the the neck. Yes. Hold up the arms. <laughs> we literally. But his isn't. Wait, wait, wait. But his arm is not Beskar. pure. It's not pure Beskar. According to Boba Fett, it is. No, no. Boba Fett in this it's, series is said it's it says Beskar. it's Beskar, but it's not pure. The only thing that blocks a lightsaber is pure Beskar. That was the whole description with the staff. And yes. So that is his we armor. Shot the, we shot the Mandalorian forty five thousand times in the last season, 
And now we have to come up with an excuse as to why Django Fett lost his head instead of putting his gauntlet up. That's what it is. It's well, going backwards. But see, when Bo-Katan gets shot and she goes down and she's injured, but she doesn't, you know, it doesn't just bounce off of her like it's, <laughs> you know. And but she's also not a target for, you know, like we noticed that with this season, especially this season, Stormtroopers can't hit anything we know except the Mandalorian. We know this. We know this. <laughs> Well, it's because the laser bolts have something in them that just it's attracts straight to, to Beskar yeah, and pure Beskar. And it's just like, you know, it's a magnetic thing. That's it. Yeah. So that's the third episode. And that that really started Space science. This run of like the end of every episode had fans clamoring to go online, spoiling it at 5 a.m. Pacific time yep. as soon as they finished mm-hmm. it. Um, having the toy groups I was gonna say as the, quickly as possible. The like, toy groups. You guys better get your Ahsoka figures together. You won't guess. That's not a clue as to who shows up in episode four. <laughs> All of wink, a sudden, wink. it's like, hey, I'm looking for the Ahsoka figure or you know the Bo-Katan figure. I'm looking, you know, I want to do this, 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 this. I wonder how much Thrawn has gone down since the end of this season now. <laughs> well, yeah, let's get to the season, episode four. <laughs> But yeah, let's the, mention though. But, uh, it was the, so episode one's directed by John Favreau. Yes. Episode two is directed by Peyton Reed, who did not direct in the last season. So that's we've got. He did two this season. Yeah, uh, and then episode three is Bryce Dallas Howard. And I will say about episode three, I love the way that was shot. Oh yeah, it looked gorgeous. That ship taking off. Oh, it was beautiful. I want yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard to do more. There was these. somebody I I forget what movie it was, but there's a lot of. Um, similarities between one of Ron Howard's movies too. I think like Armageddon it is that one. maybe. It's all of them. It's all, there's, there's also the way the shots. heart, there's a lot of heart in it. Yeah. You know, when, especially when so you people get to say there's they, a, they show, there's they a, show very... a lot of it. between her episodes and what she's, what she's shot already. You can see pieces of some of Ronnie's films. Yeah. But again, she went to the school of Ron Howard because she grew up watching him shoot. Well, yeah, no, yeah, and I'm I, sure I think, his theories. He's, I think a lot of people were saying like it was her way to kind of give him a tribute. Yeah. Into that's, well, it's not that, even, that's the way she learned how to. That's direct. how she learned. I mean, if you're if you're sitting there yeah. with your dad I doubt and she he's went to going to film school, oh yeah, you know, yeah, she's, yeah, and he's breaking down his scripts at home, getting ready for the next day or or getting ready to shoot a film. She's there yeah. watching him how his process. I just thought that was cool when I saw when I yeah. saw people making those similarities or can't pick comparisons again, online for all of the. For all of the, I don't want any girls in my Star Wars. Your favorite episodes from two seasons where the episode three was that first episode where I'm like, oh my God. Directed by Deborah Chow, directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> right. um, so <clears throat> we get to episode four. We land on, as Ethan would call it, typhoid. Typhoid. And we see that it's a planet that's been devastated by the Empire. See? Disease. It's typhoid. <laughs> Wait, no, you're skipping an episode. Did I? Yep. Because it goes from him. him episode saying, three is chapter eleven, the heiress. Episode four is chapter twelve, the siege. That's the Carl Weathers. Oh yes, episode. that's right. That's right. He goes I back to Navarro because that's how he can get his stuff re- repaired. It's that's the closest right. place where he can get it repaired. That's right. I forgot because I had said because remember I had said we're not getting a soak in the, the very next episode, next, yeah. and sure enough, we didn't. And the then ship's I said, being like, held oh, together by nets by nothing. Yeah, you leave with the little squid creature and stuff. Nets and duct tape. We also find that the fish, I mean, Grogu is a carnivore, non-parial. Yes. I mean, he's eating frogs, he's eating squid, he's eating eggs, like anything with meat around him. He's no eating, discrimination whatsoever. He eats that dragon meat like crazy. Well, that's yeah. why I said Yoda picked the right planet to go to, because mm-hmm. he can just feed. Mm-hmm. 
You know, there there were a Yoda's, thousand. Yoda's vegan. Come there were a thousand more species on Dagobah before Yoda got there. Yeah, and they're all just normal snakes and lizards. <laughs> um, so then we get the fourth. Yes, the fourth episode is directed by Carl Weathers. It does take place on Navarro when he comes back. Uh, That's why Carl Weathers is in this episode. Yeah, this was the infamous Jeans Guy episode. The Gene episode, which is all anybody talked about. <laughs> which actually, for me, like. That's the most important episode of the whole season because right. it's the only one that kind of seems to go back and set the story straight of what's been going on in the Mandalorian. Yes. Why is the Empire chasing Goguru? Why is there such a bounty on his head? What's going on with the Empire? Thinking that Navarro's over, he comes back there, plants it. What's Gideon's goal? Mm-hmm. Well, they all think that Gideon's dead. And that's the yeah. other thing is we forget as an audience, as an omniscient audience that sees him escape the TIE fighter, everyone thinks he's dead right? Yeah. on that planet. Grief talks about the fact that there are, you know, there's a small imperial presence, but the city that they went through or the town that they're in looks gorgeous. Cara Dune is introduced as like the sheriff the of the Marshall, town. Yeah. Grief is basically like the mayor or whatever. I mean, yeah. he's kind of running the town. And he's like, yeah, so there's a base on the other side of this valley. Let's go over there and l- let's kill all those guys. Get rid okay. of the last bit of the empire yeah, the that's here. the last bit that's there. And it, find, it turns out it's a major base that gives us major clues as to what's going on. And it gives us uh, some some vats of, of some miracle people, you know, just the things there. You don't know what those are. We know uh, they're a clone, something in we the know cloning. Yeah, too. something in the cloning type of thing, mm-hmm. because now we can't do Star Wars without clones. Uh, and that they need Grogu's well, there's blood. Attack of the Clones. Clone Trooper. Revenge of the Clones. Revenge of clone the Wars. Yeah, clone it's the, Wars. It's, it's the Clone Menace. The Empire. Attack or the, the Emperor is a clone. Revenge of the Clones. Clone Wars. A new clone. The Clones Strike Back. Return of the Clones. The Clones Awaken. The Last Clones. And then Rise of Clones. The, then it's, two, just, it's just Rise of Skywalker at that point. No, it's just Rise of Clones. Two clones and a trooper in a pizza place. There's two, uh, there's, uh, there's <laughs> two clones, one cup. Yeah. Is that one? <laughs> <laughs> that's on Dis- Disney. What was it? Disney X or whatever. We, that, 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 that non non-existent adult channel that Disney was going to do. How right. I met your clone. Yeah. <laughs> Two and a half clones. <laughs> the big clone theory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the clones be show. <laughs> oh, wow. You get the clones into the vat, and then they come out and they become so blah. Different Does anyone clones. know where I can find some chloroform? Uh, <laughs> these are the rails. This is us going off. So, so in this, we find out that Gideon's alive. That you they know, find, yeah, they find out that Gideon's alive. That they need, that he's looking for somebody with a really high M count. With a really high, we see a hologram of Doctor Pershing. They had hyped up the fact that Doctor Pershing was going to be in this season. Like he was super important. Yeah. He's in it for four minutes in two different episodes. But he is very important. <laughs> he is important. But he's only in it. Like everyone's like, Doctor Pershing is coming back. <laughs> like, okay, it does <laughs> give you an idea what they need. They need the M blood for ostensibly these clones that are there. And if you don't know what M blood is, it's midichlorian blood. It's midichlorian blood blood because now they've gone back to the stupidest thing that George Lucas ever came up with. Um, Space bugs. Yeah. That's what the sequel trilogy See, is. Now, be. look, here's Papa the George thing. has to come save us from the bad Disney sequels. He's going to do a sequel trilogy about bugs. See, the followers of the living force believe that it's bugs. It's a symbiont bug. The rest of the Jedi order... Just use it as a form of a measurement yeah. to 
to test yes, how. Because if you don't have the bugs, you don't have a connection to the force. That's no, the, the, that's just that you know Qui Gon is is uh, part of a different sect. That's not it at all. It is. No, it is. It's getting there. No, it's the midichlorians are actually still no, the connection no. too. Midichlorians are just because why would if, if your count is is your count is attributed to how powerful you can be. Anakin has a higher midichlorian count than Yoda. Ben has a lower one, but it's there, and it's because he couldn't figure out. Lord Look. Lucas could not figure out how to tell the audience that the potential of Anakin was more than the biggest Jedi that you had seen so far by Episode One, or the most powerful, which was Yoda. Well, then they need to get some Neutrogena. Well, it doesn't work because they're t- we're gonna, Neutrogena. We're just getting bugs. Yeah, you know they're t- it, that little it, kid that made the, the the broom come to him to show us that the Force still his, existed. His that kid has, he has no midichlorians. No, he's got he's tons. Just, nope, he's just got a little piece. Because you got like five. You lose your midichlorian count as you get older. You know, so they just need to get. I, some, did you see Yoda hopping off walls fighting <laughs> Count Dooku, who was one of the best <laughs> swordsmen in the history? You don't lose your midichlorian. He's like something by Medichlorians are like testosterone. All right. No, I don't. I don't need <laughs> Frank Thomas telling me that I have a low M count. When you get to be forty, your M count goes down. I'm so big, I can still play baseball. You're also still kind of fat. And I don't buy all these like blonde white women going, "Oh, Frank Thomas, how do you?" How, uh, my husband needs like a penis transplant or something. Oh my God, you're so cute. Oh, they're the worst. Way off the rails now. Yeah, we've talked about when they start when they start talking about M count. That's what it makes me think of is the testosterone commercials. Totally does. Uh, it also has that that we give you a different tube transport because the one we saw in the first season was not you know it was like oh that's the one with the toy now we give you one that's got extra bobbles and bigger cannons well it's also got so we can sell another toy it's more armored yeah and then there's a cool chase because like let's do a chase film and then the motorcycle motorcycles the biker scouts got to go down the hill it was exciting it was fun yeah it was good you also found out troop transport can just go off the side of a mountain and land perfectly and keep going it also features the return of Horatio Sands character that nobody can remember his name from the first episode. I don't think he has a name. It's just the Myrtle or something mm, like that. It's, yeah, it's like, I think they just call him the whatever the species name or something is. like that. Yeah. I think it's Again, just Merkwell. His name could be like John. Nyquil. <laughs> um, I mean, it was, a, it was a good episode, but, you know, everybody was complaining because they wanted Ahsoka. Well, it gives you a lot of... It's, probably the most important episode because it's also the one where they show mm-hmm. Moff Gideon again and the fact that he's put a tracker on the Razor Crest. Yeah. And also building a, a and then he army. Has, yeah, he has, he has these these things. Super Trooper. Super Trooper type deal. Well, no, because that movie was terrible. Um, <laughs> that was a great movie. <laughs> that movie is incredible, but you think... Myth- no, he's it's not... M-Y-T-H-R-O-L. It's not the it's not the chain mail that freaking Frodo has. <laughs> It's not mithril. It is I M. Think I think it's mithril. Mithril. I think he says it because he says it in the first episode. I know, but Maybe. it's spelled M Y T H R O L. Yeah, the R O L is a roll, not rill. It's mithril. Mithril. We'll we'll stick to that because I'm pretty sure mithril is uh, is trademarked. I don't think they want to give any money to the Tolkien estate. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> just shoot him and it just bounces off of him and he looks like yes. oh, yeah. mithril is it's, it's an I instead of an O. Yeah. <laughs> it's mithril, not moth mithril. It's mithril. It also helps because Frodo's really bad at it too. <laughs> <laughs> I do get stabbed a lot. 
Samwise is like twice his size, never gets stabbed, but homeboy. Talk about stabbed. a tangent. <laughs> we was all he gets stabbed twice. We went left on the left, on making another left. Spidey. We went spider. underground. Make, make one more point. left, and we'll come back around to the Star Wars. So he leaves for. This is his pit stop with his razor crest. To, leaves with the razor because followed razor crest, and chapter thirteen hits. It's directed by Dave Filoni. Clue number one. Clue number two. It's titled "The Jedi." There's also a tie to Solo in this film or in this episode because we have a Mumbanian or Mubanian, however you want to say it, that is the uh, spy for Gideon, which is ties to Mumban. Mimbam. Mimbam. I said Mimbam. Yes. Mimbam. Mimbam. It's really a tie to Solo. It's just they use the same. They, they use I a character that you never see that's from that planet. Everything's still in the creature shop. When you yeah. only got a couple million <laughs> bucks an episode, you just open that door. There's a reason why all the weapons in his locker oh, yes. were the exact same ones we've seen in the <laughs> background of all these other ones. Which goes to my point to the, the season finale we'll get to yeah. is why that character showed up. So then we get to the Jedi. So he gets to typhoid <laughs> look at that planet and tell me it's not diseased <laughs> it's not diseased it's been destroyed by the empire they what does a disease do it destroys you they've trumped typhoid. it they've trumped it they've raped the land science wait that's not that's not type that's corvus what's corvus the the for chapter oh yeah yes episode. it's corvus typhoid, typhoid. Is the, uh, the jedi temple planet yes that's right. Which is not diseased. <laughs> no, it's Simi Valley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Corvus is the planet that that has been destroyed. That Yeah, so mm-hmm. we get a, we get like Halloween Town. Halloween or Town. Yes, they're just all trees and we get these creatures in the back you see in shadow. Um it's Dave Filoni's second live action, right? Yes. He did, he did one, one in the first season. In the first season. And we have him land, and then, like always, ah, let's go find some danger while I'm carrying the kid. And just walks up to town. Well, now he like, he doesn't up? have the prawn anymore. He just puts him in a saddlebag. Yeah, I was. I guess it was too expensive to do that. It was just easier to have him hold. Well, because you, you, have, you have to, you have to, you, you yeah, have to no, I know. green screen it so it floats with him. I know. Well, if you think about it, if he left the child in the razor crest, the child was going to get out of it anyway. So he's like, I he just got to, no locks. I have to keep him on me to know That's, where he is. When I rewatched the first season, I mean, it bugged me when I watched it the first time. Every episode we watched was just like, get a lock on your door. Well, he has one. On he the, has one. The door keeps opening. He has one because in the, then it's not locked. If no, no, no. You keep opening in it. the prison episode. The droid op- unlocks it and opens it. Yeah. So does Bill Burr by walking into it when he gets into when or no, not him. The the big fat dude. The big, he, the tall well, he guy. falls into the the sink or the uh, the refresher yes. again. He hits a button <laughs> and a door to a creature that has a bounty on its head that's so high that every planet he's already been to, he's been shot. Haven't you learned anything from film? If you smack your hand against the buttons, all of them together at one time, the Buy door opens. A lock. Just get a lock. Get. Like a master lock? Just, just a thing like a that you lock? Like, get a code and like, hey, if I don't put in 97X66616A14, that's not opening and nobody gets to... You know how you hard don't it have is to dial? Mayfeld have the child in his hand like, oh, I'm going to drop him. Oh, I'm going to shoot him. But you know no. the code would be THX1138. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Star, Star Wars is a snake that eats its own tail now. And it's <laughs> I'm just saying. You know that's what the code would have been. No, I know what it is. It's either going to be that or it's going to be his birthday or... It's going to be, you know, 11, 11, 
19 because that's the day that it five twenty five seventy seven. Yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> oh, I hate you, Wallace. Um, okay, so Corvus, Corvus, Corvus Gale. Yes, Weird. we we get this really cool mercenary guard, and he's weird. He's uh, very familiar. <laughs> no, I was going to say the 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 henchmen were the you know they they were another one that was kind of they spoke you know their digitized voice. They're droids like the Death Troopers, basically. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, well we you, first, but you had no. The you first had, thing we get, and I think they didn't was, look I like think, the Death Troopers. Yeah. Yeah. You had droids on there, but you also had regular guys yeah. there too. Yeah. So the, the 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 first shot that we get, and I think it's at the time like this is the first time I remember not having a shot that's in where the Mandalorian is, right? Yes. And it, it, we found some other examples for it, but it stood out. Is you have these this you know group of troopers. And then you see two white sabers and Ahsoka shows up and she murders these dudes just straight <laughs> up, like just lays waste to this. You're like, if you've seen the cartoon at all, who, who is, well, she got mad. Oh, and she even takes the tree, <laughs> slices the tree and then throws the tree at yeah. somebody. <laughs> Filoni's like, all right, live action. I got to get her to be more badass. I don't know how to do Who this. did you wrong? <laughs> it's like, something happened. She, she's sitting there on the sidelines of the Galactic Civil War going, damn. Well, she sat in that Sith temple for Who four knows? years. We have no like, idea. We have no idea what happened to her. So, yes, this is our first. We get Ahsoka. You can hear a collective, oh, from Star Wars fan across the country because now everything is okay. We don't have new characters. We're back to people we love who was a new character a long time ago that we hated. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. She said snips. People hated R2E. And, 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 and she was Sky wearing Sky Guy. a bikini while she was supposed to be a child. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Dave. Uh, <laughs> but turned into the most popular non-movie character in existence. Yeah. But she didn't count as a main character until she was made live action. Yes, there was a lot of those verification points. Like, oh, it's finally, it's finally legitimate. Oh, my God. I don't even know what to do with you right now. <laughs> And that's what we talk about as everything goes down. A lot of a lot of people don't watch the cartoons because they don't think that's really Star Wars. That's kids stuff. Like, mm. You didn't you didn't watch any of Clone Wars then? You yeah, didn't watch any Clone Wars was not a kids show. <laughs> Rebels wasn't either. Yeah. Um, there was some kids stuff in it. Yes, Clone Wars did do those episodes where it's like, hey, let's have R two and three PO on an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't fit. And then the next episode's like Anakin going, I miss my mom and I'm gonna kill people. <laughs> well, then he had one. Fit. Wasn't one episode. Jar Jar and 3PO on a mission? <laughs> I think so. And then that, what was the three one with the spy droid thing? That weird creature was inside yeah. one of them. Like, <laughs> and then R2. Was and so weird. They couldn't use R2KT, so they came up with R2QT, which is, a, you know, the pink R- astromech. Yeah. Um, no, but the, the Jar, don't you remember? The, there was the Jar Jar one and 3PO, because for some reason, Padme had to take. 3PO and and Jar Jar to Trandoshan to meet at Trandosha. Trandoshan. It's Trandoshan. Trandosha. They're Trandoshans, yes. And it ended up being 3PO and 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 Jar Jar through most of it. Jar Jar, the most apparent character in the entire (laughs) nine films. He sets off the empire. Which everybody loves now. I want want that one of like I want the old the old Obama. You know, poster, the, the whole poster, the whole poster but do yeah. it as Jar Jar and just put Empire on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, you still want an Empire? Okay. Okies. Okies. Okie dokies. Okay, so why is he... I don't know. <laughs> Scandinavian. 
That would have been better. <laughs> Her to Gerd. <laughs> you suck it. I hate you. <laughs> so, People's going to die. <laughs> just imagine so, the Swedish chef. <laughs> so we get like the episode everybody loves and we're just off. So, so yes, Ahsoka we get, wastes we Ahsoka. all these people, but she can't get in there on her own. Yes. Now too many people show up and then uh, the Mandalorian shows up and they hire the Mandalorian to go out and kill her because Mandalorians are known from their LARP past of that they had battled the Jedi and had killed some of the Jedi, so they're like, hey, go go kill this girl. So Yet he never him. really accepts the mission. He just asks. No, he's, it's where the, the way to go find her. And yes. then he goes and finds her, and then we get the name, and everyone's like, oh, it's not Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. That would be great. Go, go. <laughs> His name is Baby Yoda. <laughs> what? That's what he wants to be called, apparently, because he was in the temple with Yoda. Yeah. What if he just went like, <laughs> you know what? Call me Baby Yoda. That's a cool. So she communes with Yoda. Big Yoda, Jesus. She communes with, <laughs> with the child. With the child. Gogurt. Says his name is Gogurt. Gogurt. Yes. <laughs> he is an answer. He's sponsored for... by Yoplait. So did you did when they said Gogurt, did you just like lose it for ten no, minutes? Because it wasn't Gogurt. Because <laughs> it also wasn't a part of uh, Cards, Cards Against, Against Humanity. Humanity. If you ever want to win, play Gogurt when it's Ethan's turn to, to decide. <laughs> It depends what the question is. <laughs> no, it really did. Not that really. question really worked. Uh, so we yeah we find out that the person that's the the magistrate in the city that everyone's living in in fear of is called Morgan Elsbeth. She is someone who worked in Starcraft engineering, and Ahsoka wants to get into this town, whatever this walled city, very 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 hidden fortress. <laughs> I mean it's it's a straight ripoff, which. Oh, totally. It is. I mean, it's like, I don't think Filoni would, would disagree. I mean, it's mm. like shot for shot, and a lot of the shots are exactly out of Hidden Fortress. Yeah. And I love people saying that, like, wow. And yet you realize that's what Star Wars is. Right. Like, Lucas admitted, he just stole Hidden Fortress. It's the same idea. R2 and 3PO were, 3PO were supposed to be the, what was they were like the jesters in the town or something yes. like that off of the original, mm. and then he kind of changed it. Because um, she wants to find out who her, where her boss is. Yeah. Well, that's what we find out later. She's like, she just wants a piece of information. You'll tell me the beginning Ahsoka says that she's at the walls and they're up there and she can't get in. Like, she, you know, your magistrate will tell me mm-hmm. what I want to know. We don't know what that is. So they they get away to get her into the town and all hell breaks loose and he's shooting people and the Mandalorian shooting people and he's fighting the, the right-hand man who looks really, really familiar. But I can't place him <laughs> and it's driving me crazy. And then Ahsoka gets into like the garden. You it's now know who he is, yeah, right? No, no, but okay, it's called telling a story. Oh, okay. <laughs> so then, uh, what was promised to the Mandalorian was a a bar of pure steel, pure Beskar steel. Homegirl gets in there, gets those lightsabers out. Now remember, this is someone who fought Darth Maul like four times. Has a little bit of trouble with the magistrate. Loses the saber. Out. She we'll fought uh, Vader too, didn't yeah, she? She fought everybody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she fought Vader and damaged Vader. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we find that's where we find out Beskar can stop a lightsaber. Well, we find out that when when Ahsoka's fighting the Mandalorian in the that's what that's where we find it. Yeah. So he has the the his witch. So she. So the the important thing is then the Mandalorian. You know. Because just like it was like a Marvel person did it, they have this cool character in. I think it's Lang is supposed to be. It's the, it's the yes, the, the, and he's like, I'm gonna put down my weapon. Obviously, we've lost. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna walk away. That would have been cool. great if he walked away. And he, does, and he starts to walk away, and then of course he turns around and pew, he gets shot. They had to have a showdown. Yeah, but again, so Ahsoka. The big thing is Ahsoka gets the magistrate, puts the saber to her neck or whatever, 
Tell me where your master is. Tell me where is Grand Admiral Thrawn. And again, for the second time, we heard <laughs> across the country. Wouldn't it be the third time after seeing Boba Fett? No, no, no. This is the second time this episode. Oh, the second time. Episode. Ahsoka shows up. Gotcha. Everyone's like Rosario Dawson. They had to change their pants gotcha. again. I got you. I, I, I was thinking. I was thinking. You know, season wise. No, no. Been... Just for, just for this episode. Okay, episode. Two, first, there was like, a lot of laundry done after this episode. There's a lot of going... laundry done during this season. <laughs> Everyone going, oh my God, Rosario Dawson is the perfect person to play Ahsoka. I love her to death. It's amazing. And then after we're going, kind of missed the voice. Uh, <laughs> really then, missed the voice. And then this time with Grand Admiral Thrawn. And then she comes out and says, take the child, go to Typhoid, <laughs> put him on a rock. And then that it's rock. A seeing stone. Put him on a rock. And At then the top that of the rock mountain. will shoot. Wait, Dwayne Johnson's in this episode? Yes. <laughs> put him on the rock. That would have been amazing. Here you go. And the rock just is like. Can a Jedi smell what this baby is cooking? And that would be it. That would be amazing. That's how they commune. Yeah. And then it would send out a signal, and if a Jedi feels it, and then she says there's not he, a lot of Jedi left. they feel what the rock is cooking? Uh, uh, there's not a lot of Jedi left, but if a Jedi feels it, it'll come back, and maybe that's it. Yeah. And he gets the spear, and then they leave. And yeah, then but the credits start, and it's someone whose name completely escapes me <laughs> oh am i supposed to be, am i supposed to be covering you now uh come on you can do it oh my god <sighs> michael bay so michael bean is in the episode and, yes. and i'm sitting here watching it with with rich go that's who it is <laughs> it's like holy crap michael bay who, who was i was like in my head like who was he oh my god he was the right man. time has not been kind to him no not <laughs> at all he still looks badass he still I will does say, he definitely does not look like there was the a there was a previous podcast episode that we were talking about and you guys were uh, i think we were discussing that episode where you're saying that ahsoka doesn't have her stance shown except at the very end when she has one lightsaber yes right you are the... incorrect the very first shot of ahsoka you see her holding that's the lightsaber true which back, she so. ignites him so, I think yeah. it's, a, it's, it's, yeah. it's a hard thing so this is the, the difficulty with this episode is that the episode is less than a year away from the final four episodes of clone war season seven mm -hmm. in which in the third episode she Third episode, she fights Maul, right? There's the second one. Third to last, second to last. So it's the third episode of that arc. Yes. Okay. She fights Maul in what is hard to admit, but true—the best lightsaber duel <laughs> in all of Star Wars. It's amazing. Mm. There's a spot in the episode <laughs> in which, as they're preparing to go back to this town, this walled-off town, and the Mandalorian <laughs> tells her like. There's 12 guards with an A12 40 repeating blaster. Too much even for your sabers. And she kind of looks at him and gives him kind of a, a, a like smirk a, yeah, right, sort of whatever. thing. And I just wanted to say, like, yeah, he turns like, bitch, I fought off an entire Star Destroyer worth of clones at one point. <laughs> Not even I that. I think I'm okay. <laughs> she fights her way onto Mandalore against Mandalorians. Just the idea that mm -hmm. not only did she fight an entire Star Destroyer of clones, she doesn't kill any of them. No, it's just like 12 dudes with and that's why when you put all the things together and like the craziness of, of animation, but those are animated, great, you know, there's that great, uh, uh, in the, the Gendy Tartakovsky Clone yes. Wars series where Mace Windu fights 43,000 droids <laughs> yeah. and like he hits the ground really hard, like the Hulk and they all explode. Well, doesn't and he, he like throws <laughs> ships into each other? He jumps up at the, uh, at the devastator thing, mm -hmm. and, you know, 
and just like destroys it. Yeah, he's like Captain Marvel, where he just like punches through stuff, <laughs> and that's it. Uh, but that yeah, that's the animated type of thing versus right. the live action is very difficult right. to figure out. In live action, you know, I think when you're watching it, you're sort of like, there's no way she's gonna fight off forty five. Well, also, when you look at whatever. it, when you look at it in live action, you're kind of it ty- takes the realism out of it yeah. if she does. So there is there well, is yeah, a but in style. resistance, the the uh, first order armor. Is like almost indestructible. Mm-hmm. What is in the book? Yeah, in the book. <laughs> what is the, the the Black Spire book or whatever yeah. it is, Batu book. Yeah, yeah. It's Crash of Fate. Black Spire is the 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 novel novel, right? The right. One, yeah. Or it's just like you have to shoot them in the neck, or they don't go down. I'm like you didn't watch any of those films. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's the same. Doesn't they do they shoot this one lieutenant no. just millions of times, and he nothing just, happens to him. Nothing happens. So now we have another mission. Another purpose, we have the idea of Grand Animal Thrawn, which becomes the whole discussion of Ezra Bridger, because Thrawn and Ezra disappeared at the end of Rebels Which everybody's together. now excited, and his figure's gone way up, and his first appearances have gone way up, even though people have no idea what his first appearance really is. Um, we do know what his first appearance is, but you know, people online seem not to know that. Mm-hmm. And then... Everybody's expecting next week. Grand Admiral Thrawn's going to be here. Well, what's Grand really Ar- funny with it? What you talk about the figure going up? Because Ezra Bridger, the original figure was really high, and then when he got reissued this year with a yeah. new face sculpt, that that thing plummeted, and now the new figure with the new face sculpt <laughs> exploded as everyone thought he was coming too. Yeah, and so we leave this, and we don't know if we're going to see any of these characters again. We didn't. We seem to be following a lot of the same progression of the first season, in which somewhere towards the end he was going to gather everybody back up mm-hmm. and then go do something, and then we thought maybe he wouldn't, and it turns out he does. Uh, well, no, we first he goes to, no, I'm just saying typhoid. We originally thought I had said like, oh, maybe they won't do what they did last right. season, which is get the band back together yeah. and go shoot something. Turns out that's exactly what we got. So the next one is the tragedy. As soon as I saw, we know we thought oh. that was, as soon as you saw that title, you're like, oh no. Yeah. And you think the tragedy of this is going to involve, uh, go group and it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. So we get him to land on this even planet, worse tragedy. <laughs> this planet that looks exactly like a place about twenty miles not even east that. of here <laughs> in this town called Simi Valley. We're going. Which hey, if you right, go I off to the east of it, there's a lot of rocks and shrubbery and everything, and that's where the leaked picture early this mm. year of stormtroopers being in there. That's where it was, and it was obvious yeah. that it was here. So he lands, and it's a lot of well, here we are. <laughs> All right. Let's go over here. Oh, no. He sees it from the cockpit. He can't yeah. land there. And so then they walk. Takes, no, no. He, <laughs> he takes jet his jetpack. Oh, that's right. That's right. We got, uh, and flies. And we get the scene. We get the ears great flapping. time. Yeah. And then he gets there. He puts little baby Gogru onto this stone. And then Rich has a problem that butterflies exist in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> and <laughs> I just went in the went, Oh, look. Butterflies exist in the Star Wars. That's <laughs> <laughs> the Star Wars part. And Chris has. <laughs> really? <laughs> Watch Dagobah again. It's a monitor lizard and a normal snake. <laughs> they didn't put horns on it or anything. So then he's on the, he's on the stone, and then brrr, Slave One shows up, and for the fortieth time this season, more laundry was yeah, done this week. So we know that Boba Fett has figured out that his ship still works because yep. it's been sitting on Tatooine for at least five years, and. Which would have been sitting at Jabba's Palace. Not necessarily. It could have been at a, at a spaceport that he went into Jabba's Palace. That's it's more true. than likely somewhere. I'm sure yeah. Jabba had spaceport facilities. But anyway, he, he, he's like, hey, let's, let's get this started again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so uh, 
he decides, I'm going to go, hold on, Gogur, I've stay been tracking here. You, yeah. I'm going to go find out what this is. And he goes to see um, the samurai dude from the 70s. <laughs> uh, Kung Fu? Yeah, Kung Fu, the series. So we see Boba Fett that we had seen in the very first episode mm-hmm. with a tunic, and he's got weapons on him, and he's got all this stuff. And now Boba Fett, who was like, all I care about is money, is some sort of like samurai warrior who cares about honor. So they have this exchange well, don't forget where they're shooting back. at each other. I'm sorry. Yeah. They're shooting at each other. He just wants to talk. And he's like, why should I put my gun? Well, I have somebody else. Uh, doesn't This is Beskar armor. Lasers aren't going to hurt me. It's not you. Someone up there is going to shoot the kid, and you find out it's Fennec. Which makes, gives me hope that, but all that, Boba Fett that wants uh, is Michael Bane is going to come back. So all yeah. he says is he wants, he wants the armor. You can't have my armor. Not your armor. I want my armor. And then more stuff happens. Stormtroopers. Then the stormtroopers show up. So then they see, yeah, Imperial dropship shows up. They decide to start fighting together. I think they had already made the thing of like, you know, the kid is. I'll give you. You. you they already made the deal. The kid. Yeah. yeah. They, you help me save the kid. Keep the kid alive, and I'll give you the. the That's arm. when they see the the well, stormtroopers yeah, show up. Yeah, when the troopers like, show up, he says, "You help they make me." Make that deal. Yes. And then he's like, "I'm gonna go save the kid." And he doesn't pick up the jetpack. He nope. puts the jetpack <laughs> down. Boba thinks him, put the jetpack down, doesn't pick the jetpack up. And that's important because the entire rest of the episode would only be four minutes long if he had a jetpack. <laughs> <laughs> so he's running up, and now the, the sky beam has happened, and Goguru is, is you know, communing yoga. With... He's, yeah. he's doing yoga. Yeah. And Jimmy Morrison, playing Boba Fett, may have put on a little bit of pounds, has also put on a lot of badassery. Because he just starts going cheer at Imwe on all of these stormtroopers. I love it. There's and a... for the forty eighth time, <laughs> the entire world because you finally blows get to see bad, badass Boba Fett. He just starts destroying dudes. Yep. And you also find out Shannon Fenn can just fire a blaster like nobody's business. Yeah. She's just running <laughs> one shot. Like you can see the blaster is like pointed towards somebody's <laughs> foot, but when she pulls it miraculously, the laser bolt it's, goes it's towards the his same, chest. Uh, it's the Rick syndrome with The Walking Dead. You can yeah. just point the gun anywhere and you <laughs> shoot, him, shoot him in the head. Jen Erso does it in Rogue One. Too, and she's we running also at one found point in, in on uh, when they're on Jetta, she's running and she puts when, yeah. the, the hover tank. The gun is totally pointed towards the ground, and she shoots like his foot. And the dude goes down like a soccer player. <laughs> it was amazing. But we found out that a gaffy stick can destroy plasti steel. Well, a gaffy stick welded by Boba Fett. <laughs> I don't. I don't think there's the. It's not plasti steel, isn't it? Plastoid. Plastoid. I think theirs is yeah. plastoid. Yeah. It's it, not, it's does not it come steel. from typhoid? Yes, oh, okay. that's how that's how it gets there. Cool, cool. <laughs> and then we get so now we have the. Do they show? Yeah, they show up here, don't they? Before, no, no, we skip something. Well, no, the, that's, I'm trying to figure out where we, they where they so they so they 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 they. they oh uh, no no! They they beat the stormtroopers. They're killing all the stormtroopers. He Boba gets the armor back. Boba so sees one, the razor crest. He sees the razor crest is open. Because he doesn't <laughs> lock the doors. He doesn't pick the boarding ramp up. To his Goes credit, in. he thought he was alone. He saw this big old planet. He's obviously not. Every planet he's gone to, there's been murderous scum trying to kill him, the child, his friends, the people in a town, the pretty lady who wants him to stay and bang her for the rest of his life. All of it. Lock the door. It's a good thing he doesn't. Because as they're battling the stormtroopers, as Shen gets gets uh, you know cornered and he's up trying to get you know the kid, yeah. he shows up in his armor, blasting dudes in the face. 
We see rockets come out of his knees. <laughs> everything that was promised to us in 1982 when they're like, oh, yeah. no, Boba Fett's a badass and everything in his armor is a weapon. Mm-hmm. You don't see any of it on the screen. He doesn't even use his flamethrower. Uh, we get him kicking ass and now he's in his armor and everything's all awesome. And, and then, then Gideon. And then Moff Gideon's cruiser shows up. Uh, and we get Mando, one bolt. The Mandalorian has left the child because he can't get through this force field. He comes down. And that's and the he's tragedy. talking to yeah he's, he's talking to Fenric Fennec and Ning and then Boba Fett's like here check it out I got a chain code and it sheds my armor and this is all of it and this is all this and Jenko like, Fett's okay, really, cool. you really can a Mandalorian he's like that armor belongs to you it's yours a light cruiser is in the guest and they're about to go to the Razor Crest and then as Ethan says the real tragedy happens and that is something that a lot of people paid $350 to get a three and three quarter scale razor crest, which is totally out of scale, gets right. blown to smithereens. So a ship that in two and a season and a half has been broken for all but like two episodes. It's been stripped by Jawas. It's been, it's had its, its engines blown out. It's been just, it just does, isn't really working, mm-hmm. but it's starting to become that ship that people identify with. You know, it's the money and Falcon of the Mandalorian. Everybody look gone. Just gone. Blown to smithereens. Not even, I mean, there's like, not even anything left, but a few little parts. There's a few pieces. And the, the only reason that the little ball still exists is because he had put it in his pocket because Goguru had taken it off the ship. No, it was still, no, he, he, finds, no, he, still, it he finds it in the rubble. He finds it in the rubble. Does he find it in the rubble? Yeah. Oh, I thought he put it in the thing. And then he finds the, the, the Beskar staff. staff. Mm-hmm. And Boba Fett, mercenary, blood, you know, just heartless. We're on a bound to you to save the child. We'll go with you. Okay, this is new. There's one other thing. This well, was I a, need a ride. Wait, 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 wait. The ironic thing about this is it was the week after the Razor Crest was funded. That's what I talked about. Came out, the three hundred and fifty dollars piece. People, a right lot of after, people spent three hundred and fifty dollars to get a Razor Crest in the Haslab project, and immediately it's as if the million nerds' voices <laughs> cried out in anguish as they read and suddenly silenced because their wallet. Is toast. Chris looks and over at me and goes, <laughs> cancel it. Chris looks over at me and goes, well, guess you glad you didn't get that one. Didn't <laughs> and there were there were people online going, how can how I get I my cancel? money back? I want to cancel. There were people that were like in whatever live stream that was after whatever the next one yeah. was for Hasbro Pulse. Like half the comments were, how do I cancel my my Razor Crest? I, I don't I don't want my Razor Crest yeah. anymore. <laughs> And then people saying, like, I don't understand why these people are upset. And I said, you, uh, uh, and a season and a half in a show like this, this doesn't make it an iconic piece. Like, right. We've only known the ship exists for a year. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not iconic. If you want, if you tell me you spent $350 on Luke's, you know, a f- true scale Luke's X-Wing, sure. And they the blew it the, You know, a <laughs> yeah. highly detailed Millennium Falcon. Yes, because that's never going away. Right. It's never going away. We're never getting the Razor Crest back. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure in season three, he's going to find the same exact thing. Yeah, and sure. he's going to like spray paint it into, into the color or whatever. Right. Razor Crest 2. Yeah. I mean, there was a Slave 2 in the comic book series, and it was so terrible yes, that they was. brought Slave 1 back. Yes, there was. He has a Slave 2 in Dark Empire. Dark Empire 2, he's, he's yeah, I got my Slave 1 back. <laughs> no one liked that design. No one liked what that was going on. Oh, and so then horrible. we see what Moff Gideon's secret thing is that we see in the, the, other, the episode 2 before, and it is... Dark Troopers, robot, droid, super black, red eyes, total Terminators. And <laughs> they, they, they look a lot like Vader. They look a lot like Vader. 
they look a lot like. I mean, especially when we get to the last episode, mm. boy, they're, they're just Terminators. Mm. He just oh, yeah. like, I'm just stealing everything from John Cameron from from James Cameron, which Cameron stole everything. Did you say stole John Hughes? No, I said John Cameron. <laughs> oh, I think I was thinking of. Uh, of uh, <laughs> yeah, you don't remember the Terminator in Sixteen Candles? <laughs> it's pretty in pink. <laughs> pretty in red. <laughs> and the child Don't is you. abducted, brought to space. Well, remember he thing. he does he finishes communing because he he falls asleep on the yeah. rock, and then he's <laughs> taken by, and then he screams, and it just it breaks your heart because the Razor Crest has been destroyed. Yep. <laughs> And it's just funny. The episode in which he gets kidnapped, taken to the bad guy, is placed in little shackles. He throws all anybody cares about is that well, the razor crest You know he's going to get Grogu back. He's not going to get the razor crest yeah, back. But here's the thing. People had this mixed reaction, right? Because, one, the razor crest was gone. But he gets to ride around in Slave 1 now. Mm-hmm. And that's one of my problems with the season. <laughs> He gets to ride around Slave One. I mean, you know, it's Slave One. It's it, it's an iconic ship. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of four iconic ships in the original trilogy. You know, but he gets to ride around in it. Mm-hmm. Only four: Millennium Falcon, mm-hmm. uh, X-wing, mm-hmm. Tie Fighter, Slave One, Star Destroyer. I would say Star Destroyer would be fifth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think there's only four. No, I, I was just saying one of the main four. I think Star Destroyer is probably more. Death Star. <laughs> That star doesn't count. People rode around in it. Well, nobody Tag believed it had a hyper hyperdrive until <laughs> Rogue One. Like, How did you think it got from planet to planet? <laughs> no, right? The galaxy's big. I mean, the rebels are the rebels are on Yavin. All right. How long to get there? Six weeks. Did you tell them we're coming? Yeah, I called them and let them know we're coming to kill them. <laughs> and then they get there, Grand Moth. Yes, uh, they're they're gone. <laughs> so, um, so yes, people rode around in it. Yes. <laughs> It's an iconic location. I think I call it a location more than a ship. What the the Death Star? The Death Star. Yes, I'll give it an iconic okay. location. Uh, so, yeah, the Razor Crest went bye bye, went boom boom, and it went the, boom boom, and Grogu went bye bye. <laughs> Razor Crest took a dump. <laughs> Razor Crest go boom boom. <laughs> so then we get to episode six, which would be what chapter fourteen? No, 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 that's six. Six is the tragedy. That's that's number fourteen. Okay. Yes. Uh, also to point out, the tragedy is directed by Robert Rodriguez. Yes, it is of Desperado fame and a number of which other, apparently like, was super- a last minute uh, bring in. Really? Yeah, he wasn't slated. I guess to whatever director they had dropped out, and he came in last minute huh. to direct that episode. I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah. I uh, remember reading it somewhere online, but it definitely has. It definitely had. A, once you you saw he directed it, like, oh yeah, this is totally a Rodriguez. Oh movie. yeah, you know the the the, the take and everything. So then we get to chapter fifteen. Chapter fifteen, the Believer. Yes, it's directed by Rick Famu. We fam. Oh my goodness, I'm gonna meet this man. Come on, you're gonna do it. Punch me in the face. Come on, there we go. Sure. Uh, and this Can you say his first name? Rick. <laughs> Rick, yeah. Uh, the, the important thing at the end of this episode before, you know, we see Grogu in Chains, but we also see the Slave One landing on Navarro. Yes. And the Mandalorian, Dijin, asking Cara Dune, who is now wearing a New Republic Marshal badge. Correct. An official uh, constable of the New Republic, asks for her help to locate Mayfield. 
yes. played by Bill Burr, whose name we couldn't remember until it was said multiple times in like this episode <laughs> yeah, and the next right. one, to locate him and break him out. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because nobody else that he knows can ever figure out where an Imperial guy is. Well, he's the only Imperial he knew. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> and then chapter 15, which is sponsored so chapter, by Hasbro. Chapter 15. <laughs> so they go find out, they find out where Mayfeld is being held. He's being held on a work camp planet. She uses her credentials to get him remanded into her custody. And Boba Fett, Fennec Shan, Cara Dune, Sijin Jajarin, <laughs> and Blofeld or whatever. Mayfeld. Mayfeld. Did they give him a last name? That is his last yeah. name. Yeah. What was his first name? I don't know. Don't tell me. <laughs> Bob. Miggs. Steve. It's Miggs. Miggs Mayfield. Because, you know... It's got to be literary, so yeah. so they have to. No, it has to be, have something end with in. Yeah, so it's a lot of ends. Uh, Mayfeld doesn't end with in. Mayfeldian. No, I'm saying <laughs> it, it has to. All the names apparently end in in. There's Jin. There's Din. Min. Cara Dune. <laughs> no, it's Migs, not Min. I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> so you've changed it to Min. Yes. <laughs> okay. Please don't write Star Wars. It's Ethan, <laughs> not Ethan. It's. it's See? Wow. I belong in Star Wars. Let's go grow in. Yes. No, no, it's it's Growin. It's Gogurt. It's Growin. He's the only one. He's the only exception. Gogurt. So he needs Mayfeld to locate Gideon's cruiser. Mayfeld agrees. And they get on the slave one and he decided we should go to this secret mining colony on a planet that is sort of like jungly. Mm-hmm. And then Is that the technical term? Jungly? Jungly, yeah. It's not exactly all jungle, oh my but God, it's jungly. This is so jungly. There's here. like there's there's like there's like there's like roads. So it's like jingly, jangly, jungly. Jingle, jangly. <coughs> it's a new Christmas jangly. song. Jingle, yes. jangly, jungly. Yep. So there's these long, like cool trucks that bring this mineral, which, like every other mineral in the Star Wars universe, apparently is highly unstable. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't they just use coaxium? I think because you don't mine it. Or something? Don't you refine? I don't, I don't even know. You just refine it. I don't know. Well, you mine it. You're, you're you mining mine it, it, and then you refine something. it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Anyway, because they need something else to to make or whatever. Um, and they call these things juggernauts. Yeah, they're. Oh yeah, juggernaut. <laughs> they <laughs> look similar in design, but definitely not what we saw. The turbo tank, right? In episode three, which is also a juggernaut, which comes from, you know, the old. Uh, X-Men days. No, it comes from... <laughs> <laughs> yes. It Star Wars is taking from X-Men now. Yeah, it comes from the role-playing game. Well, they so. own Fox now, so why not? They did one of the designs. Star Wars owns Fox? Disney owns Fox. Disney Star Wars owns probably everything. owns Fox now, too. Yeah. It wasn't for the money that Star Wars made. Um, and so we have to drive this mining truck into the facility, and hey, let's get into an, a, 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 a designed driver trooper outfit <laughs> that already has a toy but but color. but it's a different color Ooh. malibu stacy has a new hat <laughs> but it's the same malibu stacy but she's got a new hat i want it i want it i want to give me give me, give me but you got to drive this truck but you got to drive this truck Under, just like at it, 66 miles an hour yeah so keanu reeves gets in this run <laughs> well we got to drive it on an because it's unstable, and then pirates show up, and they're trying to take it out. And then is it a time fight. machine if they get up to eighty-eight miles yeah. an hour? And they fight, and we then they're up. saved by Tie Fighters and Stormtroopers and Shore Troopers. 
And why do they, why is that important? Because that means we and get Imperial Gunners more toys. But we see Imperial Gunners later. They're not saved by the Imperial Gunners. They're saved by the Tie Fighters and the Stormtroopers and the, the Stormtroopers. Are they really <laughs> saved by the Stormtroopers and the Stormtroopers? Well, they troopers? come out and they start shooting the the dudes once they're trying to come across the bridge. Like right towards. I the thought end. they just stood at the bridge and clapped and saluted. No, no. Once no. they get over the bridge, oh. the ones that come past them, then when they're driving in, because <clears> I thought the Tie lines, Fighters just blew the up. Two all fights, the two fights. The Tie Fighters get rid of the guys that are right behind them, but there's still another mm-hmm. like thing behind oh, okay. them as well. There's a bunch of skiffs that are coming after him. Oh, I know. We get into the facility. Bill Burr has already taken his hat off, got his helmet, leaves it in the truck for some reason. Nobody else <laughs> in the facility that's a trooper has their helmet off. <laughs> You're but not even nobody to take it notices off. that he doesn't have his helmet. <laughs> One of the reasons that he goes in, even though he's saying like, the Imperials are going to, you know, maybe someone recognizes me. Maybe they don't. I don't know. Takes the helmet off anyway. Because <laughs> I'm you sure Bill Burr in his contract, unlike Pedro Pascal's contract, says, hey, you got to see my face. Yeah. I don't know why you, ha- you can see. I don't know how you can see in these things. And by that, I mean you Mandalorians, not stormtroopers or anything. And then they got to go to the terminal. The terminal needs a facial recognition. Whether you're in the Empire or not. I love Apparently. this episode, but there's so many flaws in it. <laughs> Apparently. So they find the terminal, put the code, they find the terminal. Next to the terminal is somebody who would recognize Mayfeld. Mayfeld says, there's I can't a go. That's out, that's scanning Din's face, and it's like, oh, cool, you have a face. Yeah, you have a face. <laughs> Here's access to all our information. <laughs> so through a conversation where he's like, I can't go, this is over, we got to leave, I can't leave without those coordinates, but then... Pedro Pascal takes his mask off and says, hey, somebody finally gets to see me where I don't look like I'm beat to crap. <laughs> yeah, right. Goes to the terminal, puts the code in, turns the bang, recognizes his face. As Ethan said, you have a face. <laughs> Do they just want to keep droids out of it? I don't understand I don't it at all. I understand either. You have gets a face. The information. The information. I totally didn't yeah. get that at all. Gets the information. And then the officer that should have recognized Mayfield calls Pedro Pascal's character calls Jin over and he doesn't know what to say because he doesn't know Imperial Protocol. Mayfeld saves him and they have a conversation and they sit down for a drink. And you're like, Bill Burke can kind of act. Yeah, that's right. That's really good. He gives him a lot of depth. Talk about uh, a lot of motion. Uh, Crimson Storm. What the hell is it? Cinder. Cinder. Operation Cinder there. And all that jazz and, and the things that Mayfeld was forced to do. Mm hmm. Um, all the bad things, all which you understand things. why he left the empire now. Right. This is this this brings up the thing I, talked, I think I talked about this before. I remember I was talking about it with streets. Operation Cinder leads to more defections than either of the. Oh yeah, guys. definitely. And when I said part of the reason, you know, and and I think I think it's when I was talking to streets, and streets says I don't understand what that is, and I said because the people that performed Operation Cinder survived. No one really, no one who blew up Alderaan survived. Right. Whoever witnessed it. You know, it was on the Death Star. Was on the Death Star and, and is gone. Um, well, apparently not because well, yes, some pilots get out. You know, obviously, because uh, isn't isn't um, oh goodness, isn't uh, the the character from Battlefront Two the main character? What is her name? It's so close to it's in India in da, in, da, in Zendaya it's whatever. In, yeah, India Zendaya India India Shung. I don't think Zendaya was in Battlefront Two. <laughs> um. But anyway, she's she survives. Remember, because she oh no, she comes back and she realizes that the Death Stars were blown up. Never mind, she wasn't stationed on it. 
But she was there for a little bit. She remember, she comes back in or whatever. She flies back in and it's gone or something like that. I don't remember what happened, what it was. But yes, yeah, some other people survived the the Death Star and we'll find it. But Operation Cinder, the people that performed it, because now we have we have that carry from Battlefront Two. Mm-hmm. We have Mayfeld and we have um, Yurika Quell from Alphabet Squadron. That's what made her leave too. Good boy. I'm freaking out. Uh, so we get what? So yeah. So yeah, there's a there's a lot of people from Operation Cinder that yeah, that kind of leads to that's what what kind of makes the New Republic into the good guys because they didn't slaughter planets wholesale. Uh, so we get this moment with with Mayfeld and this officer in a really nice kind of tense exchange. Well, the officers just really let him have it, and you know you could see Mayfeld's P- PTSD well, just the idea kicking in. of of yeah, his you know the, the the glory of the Empire and all that jazz, and so Mayfeld does the smart thing and shoots him, and then they there's a there's a battle and there's blazers and the slave one comes in and they rescue everybody and they have his location, excuse me, they have Moff Gideon's location. Mayfeld is let go on a planet that's still full of Imperials, yeah, right? We also get that we, they, when they drive in, they see like the destitute towns. Yes. It, they seem to be showing the New Republic is not doing a great job. Because like all the towns job. suck. <laughs> and it is something that the character says to to Cara Dune at, in the... Um, the uh, Mayfeld says to him. No, no, no. It, it's the, the, the pilot says that to Cara Dune. Oh, yeah. When he's on Navarro. Yes. And says, uh, you know, just the idea of like the, the New Republic's having a hard time being just being present in the outer rim and we need more people to kind of establish a new Republic presence right here. And we can see it. The empire still exists here and what have you. And so they, they, they Which get ties away in the bloodline. Yeah. They get away. They get the, uh, they have the coordinates and then he, this is the episode where he sends the, yeah, the Mandalorian sends Gideon the message, paraphrasing Gideon's speech from yeah, last season sends him a hologram about, you know, sends him the message like, you have something that uh, I want. You have no idea how important it is to me, and I'm going to come get it. And then we get to the series finale. Did you notice that, that Gideon uses the word order a lot? Yeah. There's a reason for that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> is it just me? Is it me you're looking for? Um. Yeah, so now we get to the season finale. The season finale that everyone has been waiting for because this is where Ezra and and and, and Grand Admiral Thrawn and, and okay and yeah everybody that every single person in the Star Wars universe is going to show Darth Vader is going to show Darth up Vader Mara Jade Jason and Jaina Solo are going to be there so we have um uh. Cardoon, oh yeah, Cardoon goes to the, that's the other thing. Cardoon goes to the planet. Yeah, I said that because I want to put the, you know, the, the Magnus. Just to find out, Cardoon is a hell of a shot too. Her and Finnick all are. All the good people, all the good guys. <laughs> all of, uh, her and Finnick are just really picking shots. people off left yeah. and right. So we open it with this shuttle being chased by the Slave One. Dr. Pershing from the first season is in it. We have two pilots that I think are clones because they look like twins to me. Um, <laughs> the shield, get, or the, the, sh- the shuttle gets disabled. Boarded, Doctor Pershing tells. That's another iconic ship. The Tidarian shuttle. I think iconic's too far. I think a lot of people wouldn't recognize it. 
I don't know. We sound like I know that's from something. That tri wing. I mean, it, it's such yeah, a beautiful design, too. I think most people just re- recognize it from when the Emperor comes to. Well, that's what it Anakin, is. When yeah. It's when it's all in Return of the Jedi for yeah. Vader and the Emperor. And then they uh, added it into Rogue One for the uh, for Vader. Hmm. Well, Vader arrives on the Death Star in it. Yeah, the first time. Yeah, it's the, it becomes the shuttle that you always use. Like all right. the all the EU stuff used that shuttle for all of the. Except for Krennic, who wanted to have his own design that looked very similar to Kylo Ren's. But only oh no fifty years earlier, Kylo Ren's is is very thin mm. and forward, and Krennic's is like a it's like an obelisk. Yeah. It's that huge sort of. It's in the book. It's described as it's a completely outdated shuttle. And oh, I know. It's it yeah, for it's, prestige. Yeah, wish I got all those Lego shuttles. That'd be cool. If anyone wants to give me a Christmas present, you can find me any of the Lego shuttles. <laughs> Tidarium, Krennic's, or or Kylo's. Uh, and so the, the, the game together, now we're going to get Gogru from the ship. Pershing describes what's in the ship. The dark troopers are in a box that conveniently has an opening <laughs> to space. Well, it makes sense that they'd have that opening. I guess, yeah, for the, for the other one. For them to get it. in and out. They could use the bay. I mean, they can just get yeah, into but the then they bay that already but, exists. But you got to take them down to the bay. Or they have to go down to the way. This way, they can immediately drop out, and they're gone. Yeah, uh, and then they assault. I mean, they they, they plan the assault. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kara wants Gideon alive. Bo-Katan wants to kill him. Like, it he's proves mine. that these four women are some of the most badass women or fighters in the entire Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're they're female Mandalorians, unlike males. And the only person that defeats any of them is Boba Fett, because they go to Bo-Katan and her her uh, partner. Yes, and we need your help to storm Marf Gideon's ship. We know where Gideon is. We know that she wants her. Uh, the other thing is that shows WWF you the- girl tries to beat up Boba Fett. Boba Fett kind of beats Which her you up. always have to do the typical wrestling move in your fight sequence whenever yeah. you use a wrestler in a movie or TV show. My question is, where was the male Mandalorian that was with them in the earlier episode? They fired him. He wasn't that good. <laughs> Remember, there were three of them. Yeah. Does he survive the, sh- yes. the assault yeah. on the first one? Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Guess his maybe, contract, maybe, like I said, his male con- Mandalorians. His are contract not- didn't get renewed. Maybe he was the one that took the ship back to... Mandalore, because they were taking those weapons. To, well, you could to say work. that, sure. I'll give so, you that. I'll give you that. He yeah, wasn't there f- because he was doing his part in the mission. Because they land, where they they find. Where did they find them? Because I thought it was Mandalore. Because you see the Mandalorian fighter. It there's a Mandalorian fighter, yes, and then there's a Lambda shuttle. It looks a lot like Mandalore, but apparently they're not on Mandalore because Boba Fett makes that comment of, "Well, why would we go to Man- Why would you want Mandalore? Mandalore's right. a piece of crap." Yeah. Oscar. That's her name is Coscarees. Coscarees, yeah. I don't think it mentions the planet. No, it doesn't. But it does look like Mandalore. It's so and it's got the factories coming through yeah. it too and everything. So they, they use the shuttle as the decoy to 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 get into the light cruiser. Which still surprises me because at this point, shouldn't all of the Empire be like, you know what, when we see one of those shuttles? <laughs> no, I don't believe you. Hey, wait. So when you guys left, fool me once. Mm-hmm. When you guys left, there were two male voices as the pilot, as the pilots of this ship. Right. Now there you have female voices. It's also the idea that when Slave One is chasing it to make it look believable, like they're under attack, misses it over and over and over again. They launch 
three fighters, yeah. and then they, they fly into the, line, the bay so that it keeps the other fighters from coming out. Mm-hmm. And then immediately the slave one just vapes those three t- eyeballs immediately. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. It's going to be like, oh, no, he can shoot now? <laughs> Wait a second. Shoot. And then it's I the classic. bamboozled. Uh, you can tell Ryan Johnson did not do this episode because as soon as the ramp comes down, five people walk out with blasters and can just walk straight down a hallway, mm-hmm. killing yeah. everything in their way. It's exciting. It's cool. It's funny. But it always cracks me up because <laughs> it's definitely what episode eight is trying to say. Like, that's not supposed to work. Yeah. Like, the good guys never find cover. Dejan is, is tasked with getting rid of the dark troopers, and then he can go into the, into the brig, find where... Gogru is and rescue him. Well, think about it. when the four girls are coming over the gantry that's over top of, I guess, where open space, open space, <laughs> space with a force and field. And there's no guardrails. <laughs> there's no guard. The they Empire doesn't off. believe in guardrails. Yeah, they just fall off the thing. But they're standing there. You know, the, you have Kara and, and Fennec standing there when the Mandalorians dive off yep. with the stormtroopers, and they're still shooting at them, <laughs> and they always miss. And they always miss, and they're standing on a, a the, on a five foot wide gantry. Do you remember watching uh, what is it, Resolute? GI Joe Resolute, yeah. <laughs> the scene with with uh, Scarlet and Duke when they're in that facility that Zartan's in, and they're just standing back to back in the middle of an oh, open yeah. thing, just, <laughs> and it's just all these bullets going. Nobody hits them. It's like forty Cobra troops, and nothing hits them. It looks fantastic. It, oh, looks, it looks amazing. It looks amazing. Like it's something yeah. out of a, out of a John Woo movie. And uh, so he gets one dark trooper gets out of it. He fights that dark trooper like crazy. He has a ton of trouble trying to defeat him. He finally defeats him with his Beskar staff, saber, staff, whatever. Um, Spear. Spear, yeah. Pike cuts him in the neck. Okay. That's an awesome shot, though, when he was on fire, when he burns him and he's just coming up through the armor. Terminator. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Vents the rest out to space. Goes to get Gogru. The other group has to get to the bridge. Why did he get shut the, the door bridge. after he let vented him out into space? He doesn't believe in locks. <laughs> so. he, he has an open door policy. Yeah. Well, no, uh, it's because the the dark trooper came through and was beating the crap out of him, so he didn't really have time yeah, to Yeah, when he's do. done, yeah, he can still... After he, after he, he kills the dark he trooper, he, then he opens up the... He can. He opens up the yeah, door. He opens to, up the door, and then he doesn't close it again. Yeah, you just got your ass handed to you by a dark trooper. I don't think you're worried about trying to lock something again. You're just thinking. Well, again, you're like, in, oh, thank God, I'm still alive. The real reason is it doesn't serve the story. If you yes, close I the know. door, then you have to uh, you have to show that the dark troopers can open the door on their own. Well, no, they don't come back through the door. That's right. They come through the bottom. They come through the bottom. So I guess it doesn't matter whether he puts them in there. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when I was watching that, in the back of my head, not me. I can survive in space. <laughs> All I can think of is K2s. I can survive in space. It's like when he vented it, I'm like, that's great. But even yeah. then, I'm like, they have rockets and they're robots. They it's fly. not going to be anything. <laughs> so they get to the, the other group, the group of women and, and Boba Fett make it. To, no, Boba Fett's gone because he's on the slave one. Yes. Um, it is just women. You know, I told you, it's just the four women. Yeah. It's Fennec. It's Fennec Cara. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Maybe that's why the male Mandalorian isn't there. Kind of broke the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> so they get to the bridge. Moff Gideon isn't there. It's girls' night out. Because so. yeah, Beth goes. To- Beth goes. The four best fighters in the Mandalorian universe are women. Mm-hmm. This is this is awesome. They're badass women. And all I can think of is when she's saying this is awesome. Is there's some Star Wars fans somewhere screaming? 
There's too many women in the show. They're social justice warriors. What was the same thing with the uh, Avengers Endgame when they had that little walk up mm-hmm. with all the women? Well, they forced basically. Yeah, yeah. With everybody who was pissed off about that. And it's like, ah, that took just me out so fast. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. The only part of that entire ending that pissed me off because I'm just like, that's so forced. Mm. But anyway. So we're at the bridge. Moff Gideon isn't there. We open the cell to Gogru, and Moff Gideon is threatening Gogru with the saber, the dark saber, and says, you can have him. I have what I want from him. You take him, and you leave immediately. Get on a ship and get out of here. You don't get to stay, and then I'll go to the bridge, and I'll kill Bo-Katan and everything. And just like everything else, as soon as he walks right past him, turns around, <laughs> hits him. Just kidding. And there's there's... Saber fights and the steel with the and he defeats Moff Gideon and takes his weapons from him. <gasps> Go Gru. But you forgot to you know that Bo-Katan said, "Well, I'll do this, but I have to. I That's have to be the that. one." I said that mm-hmm. when Did you? Ship. Oh, yeah. I missed you. You said I'm the one that gets. He, he wants Go Gru, and she has to kill. She's like, I, "He's mine." Because I was talking about that. Kara wants him alive. Yes. Bo-Katan says dead, and then they. she says, I don't care whether he's alive. Or Bo-Katan says, I don't care whether he's alive or dead. I have to defeat as him. As long as he surrenders to me. Yeah, he surrenders to me. So now we're on the bridge. Everything's calm. Apparently the, the cool lieutenant, who's, I swear that chick is still from something, and I still can't figure it out, is dead. All of his other people are I've dead. looked up, the, you're talking no, about I know, the, I know, I know. The, it's his, his, his adjunct fleet or whatever. Officer, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I looked it up too. No idea. <laughs> Nothing. I, someone like, who just very reminds familiar. me from something that apparently she wasn't in. Maybe we auditioned her for Up, Up, Down, Down. No, we didn't because we only went through the AT&T girl. <laughs> Saved her career until that weird You can commercial. only save only one person's career. <laughs> <laughs> now we have the Mandalorian show. He's got Grover in killed his arm. Lauren's career? <laughs> Has she done anything since? She got I, married. I don't think that's our fault. Um... <laughs> I mean, we didn't help. <laughs> it didn't help that we told her she wasn't hot enough, and then you invited her back for two things, and she came. That woman is a saint. <laughs> she I really saved, her, she saved our ass twice. <laughs> twice. Probably the best friendship we got out of that production. Oh, my God. You had all these other people like, oh, I'm going with this person. We went with that one woman who was there, then, like your friend who moved across the country the night before we were supposed to shoot. Twice! <laughs> she did it for the 48-hour film festival, too. Anyway, we're on the bridge. And the big thing is when he walks in with Gogru and he has the saber in his hand, Moff Gideon realizes, well, he knows, I get, he gets to spring his thing, is that Bo-Katan has to now kill the Mandalorian. If she wants the saber. Can only be one in combat mm-hmm. in order for the right to lead Mandalore which is BS because Sabine hands it to Bo-Katan before and she becomes the ruler of Mandalore. caused so many people online to freak out. It's like, this doesn't make any sense. So now something else is happening. The dark troopers are coming back as Rich pointed out through the hole in the bottom of the ship <laughs> to the gantry. Well, it's the same hole that yeah, they were, same hole that they were in before to the gantry that has no guardrails because the empire has so many people. Well, you would think that it would be like a landing bay or something, you know, that they come up from the right, bottom. But there's and a gantry land. right in the middle. <laughs> there's a <laughs> gantry right make in the middle. Any sense. It's like a trash. It's just like, Oh, I don't want this piece of trash. Just throw it out the bottom. Yeah. Well, you, well, you see that one stormtrooper so fall they come off through <laughs> land on the thing in perfect unison because it's Terminator and they're coming. And they're robots. To they're coming to the... But then they don't walk in formation bridge. when they go through the cargo bay. Some of them do, some of them don't. 
because they break off and like just mm. whatever. They're headed to the bridge, and we're waiting, and the music is close the blast and doors, doom, 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 and they're at the door, and they're punching the door. So the dark trooper that didn't that the Jin fights earlier, that's punching him in the face with yeah. a piston that can break like steel. When he takes his helmet off, this is coming. He's fine. Something blows up in that cantina in the episode eight for the first one. And it looks like he's been hit with a baseball bat for an hour. And everyone talks about how ugly he is. Well, it went from underneath the helmet. That's Apparently, I've been waiting for you to I make this I knew it immediately. Comment. But because of things that happened, there were other things to talk about. But immediately, when he takes it off in this, and he will, and I'll get to it in a second. I took it out of the cottage, but it really bugged. Anyway. He beats so, him so bad yeah. on the wall that it's just <laughs> it's But here, Also, the other thing is, I know the helmet is made of Beskar, but what about the glass <laughs> that's inside the little well, T bar? It sits back far enough. Where I it, guess so, but even <laughs> but still, like if it, with the vibration around, that yes, he's getting should, hit with, his head should, should be some well, His head should be bouncing around a little the bit. The man inside should of have it. like six concussions. <laughs> like, come on! So he's all, so we're at the bridge. That they're coming. They're at the door. They start pounding on the door. They start ripping up the bone door, and then <laughs> something is coming. Oh, no. We don't know what it is. Oh, it's an X wing. Now we know what it is. No, it could be the. No, it couldn't. <laughs> so as we're watching the screens, we're watching the screens that. The but screen, it could you be. See, you can see Moff Gideon is really worried. He kind of knows what this is, and this cloaked figure comes out, and a lightsaber is ignited, and you see it through the screen, and, and so you don't know the I'm, color. And then it's green, all and over it's the place. got it's the it's the saber from Return of the Jedi. And Rich and for had the to do laundry time, seventeen times. And during the season, we hear. <laughs> This time it was me that was doing and that. He just vaders the hell out of these droids. It was Rogue One. Mirrors. Gets to the the door. The door opens. You get the iconic shot of Vader coming through. Comes but it's, through with his, with his his hood, and he removes his hood, and the uh, CGI character from Battlefront Two is standing before <laughs> him, and it's Luke Skywalker. It's Luke more Skywalker the CGI has come, from. It's. It's not good. No, but it's It's definitely not a movie. Oh, no, it's it's definitely the one from. So let's let's do the story first. So he comes in, he's heard Goguru's call. He says, accepted to take him. He can come with me. He's, 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 as Ahsoka has said, he's angry. He's been through stuff, but he's, 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 he can't be, he won't be safe. Luke says he won't be safe until he can master his powers and I can train him. And he's Goguru's at this little chair, and he doesn't want to go with you. He's asking for your permission. He picks him up. He says, "I promise you, I'll see you again." And then he takes his helmet off. Well, Goguru wants him to take his helmet because he's never take, seen yeah, his face. Takes his helmet off, and it's the first time he takes his. Oh wait, no, he took it off in the episode before. So <laughs> the other no, thing I'm mad with the, the first time before. he's taken this helmet off. He's taken that helmet in front of people. <laughs> Uh, because you see him in the episode before, it kind of ruins the power of that moment mm-hmm. to me. But he takes his helmet off. Goguru touches his face. No, I think. But this also, is, this is with it being in front of like Bo-Katan. No, and I know what it, it doesn't is. matter. I know what it is. What I'm saying is that as an audience, it's having him do mo- it, picking up the um, having him remove the helmet in episode seven of this season ruins to me a lot of takes a lot of the power away from what he does in this. Mm. Yes, they should have saved it from the finale. And again, for something as, I'm sorry, as something as dumb as anybody's face can be scanned. 
<laughs> yeah. When you have, as long as you have the cylinder code, you know, yeah. whatever. Especially um, when you have Bill Burr uh, seconds later standing in front in, of this yeah, other guy just, and he doesn't say it and doesn't know him. To me, it's it's a break in terms of you're kind of you've undercut yourself. You mm-hmm. kind of cut your knees out right. in episode seven, in the seventh episode. So they touch each other. And R2 shows up. He walks over towards Luke. R2 shows up. Well, no, remember, he, he when he sets him down, he grabs his leg. Well, he doesn't go until yeah. he hears R2. Yeah, no, and then R2, R2 comes in, and that's when he like, turns around. It's like, flashing lights. I'm a child. Yes. <laughs> it's and like R2 Luke is the, the Jingles company. the keys. Ding, 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 ding. And then Luke picks up the child, holds him in his arm, gets into the turbo lift or whatever, the elevator turbo mm-hmm. lift from Star Trek. Sorry. The doors close. <gasps> The end. All right, I have a problem with R two. For so, and I know why. Nope. On his shoulders, on R 2s shoulders, there were pins, right? And there were the pins to hold it when it leans forward. Okay, so they they put in pins there to keep it in place. But you see a couple times the pins are removed, and then you see them back again. They never digitally took them out. This is a jeans guy. I think I think the whole thing is digital. No, it's not. I don't know about that. No, it, it's not. It's some because uh, you can even look. I, I could tell by the the wheels that were underneath when he first rolls in. It was some one of the R two builders' droid. It's it's one of their droids. I'm sure, Lucas sure, yeah, sure Luke has, nope. has a droid. Right it's now. I'm telling you, it's one of the R two builders. Whatever it is, Luke leaves, and the episode's over. And then we don't get any artwork, and it's a shame. And it, the reason that we don't is because hey, something's different. And now we have the post credit scene. And then they, but they ruin it. (laughs) They ruin it. Hold on, we'll talk about that later. So the post-credit scene, we have a shot of a planet we've never seen before. No, wait, Tatooine, (laughs) because everything happens on Tatooine in Jabba's palace, an iconic location. Yes. And we have a throne room, which definitely looks like a set that was built in a day. Yes. (laughs) And Luke has arrived. As you hear, no, 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 no. Then he falls, and then somebody else falls. But no, it's Fennec Shan. And she comes in and she kills all of you forgot who's Bib on the Fortuna's throne. guards as Bib Fortuna, after <laughs> Return of the Jedi, sits down on the throne. In five months or five and then years. Holds, and then, then the throne uh, immediately makes him fat. <laughs> so the throne has this power. When you sit on it, you get fat. I'm telling you, he, he wanted to be the size of Jabba. Apparently. Uh, he's, lived, he's lived a charmed life. And so Fennec comes in, kills some of the the, his henchman frees the other, the, the dancing girl. Pick someone other than a Twilight. <laughs> right. Have a different species. Come on. Give me a Rodian chick or something. You know, she was in the band. Come on. Um, we don't get a musical number, which was very disappointing. I was really hoping for Jedi <laughs> no. Rocks, too. was hoping to see Max Rebo there. No uh, yeah. Cantina band. No can- yeah, we don't get it. We don't get the Jizz Whalers. Terrible name. <laughs> I know, right? Boba Hefton comes down the stairs. He has an exchange with uh, Bib. Bib has, you know, it's the staff. Yes. That, that has never, never seen. been seen is the staff that came with Bib Fortuna as an action figure because he literally had nothing yes. else to give him. <laughs> I uh, noticed that right I off the bat. I noticed immediately, too. I'm like, wait, we've never seen that before. That's kick ass. <laughs> like, finally, they made that cannon. <laughs> and Bib Fortuna, who had a very interesting, like, EU post Return of the Jedi story, yep. is murdered by Boba Fett immediately. <laughs> yep. And Boba takes the staff, kicks him off the throne. Sits on the throne. Fennec comes in and sits next to him like a like after she I, grabs alcohol. Yeah, she grabs some alcohol. She even looks though like, she doesn't have a stomach, she looks like <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, and she it's looks like of habit. she looks like she's in like a car show or something. Yeah. And we get twenty twenty one, the book of Boba Fett. 
And now we have no idea. December Mandalor- 2020. Yeah, if Mandalorian season three is now non-existent in terms of when it was teased to be, which was December of 2021, <coughs> Christmas exactly, according to Kathleen Kennedy last week, mm-hmm. or we're getting a season of Boba Fett in its place, or we're getting them concurrently, or we don't the know. book of Boba Fett is the title for the season of the third man. We have no idea. All we do know is that Twi'leks live a very long time. It's not the same Twi'lek. Uh, Bib Fortuna. Oh, Bib Fortuna? We know he's been an adult since uh, The Phantom Menace. I guess so. Because yeah. he was there. He's there at the... Because yeah. he wakes Jabba up. We probably should have done just this. What are we at? Two hours? We're even the Phantom. 130. 140. Because the Through thing- the Phantom Menace is only like, what, 40, 50 years through... It's twenty. It's twenty years before. It's ten so years. So it's twenty-four be- years before um, uh, Return of the Jedi. So if he's twenty there, he's already forty-four. So he'd be yeah, 49. he might be so just he's like just, an old, older yeah. dude. He looks. He doesn't look too bad. I mean, he's no. It's twenty years from Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. To. Oh yeah. Huh. So we got ten uh, years New Hope. between. It's ten years between one and two, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's thirty. So it's thirty-four. Hack on a few years. All right, so it's what he'd be about yeah. forty years, almost forty years, yeah, even forty years. Even yeah, if he's an adult, when we could have been sixties. Yeah, he's a senior. But he citizen. was already, but he was already an adult, maybe in his twenty. Okay, whatever. Yeah. He's a senior citizen. Well, he brings up the point to make it to be the semantics, <laughs> but when we explain it, it's unexplained. Whatever, no big deal. <laughs> but this raises a ton of questions. Yes, and ones that 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 are. Very interesting to me, but also ones that, because I can't wrap my head around them, mm-hmm. very different reaction than almost anybody else. Yeah, Before yeah. I, I got to the end, and I was sort of like, I, he looks over and goes, I don't know if I like that. I don't know if I like that. I don't know if I like the ending. Um, I think part of it is because it's the easy way out. Totally the easy way out. It's the easy way out. Part of it is, as I've said about having an Obi-Wan series or whatever, I got Luke's story. He's been in a bunch of movies. I got it. I don't need more of it. But here, here's... It's also not knowing what the hell... I mean, are you really going to do season three without the child? And then also, if he's got Grogu, the 30 minutes before we started recording is what happens to Grogu. Is is he the first? Uh, is he is he the, the first student at his temple? Is he at the temple when Ben's there? Does he leave? There's a lot of question so we know we're going to get more stories we already figured this is probably after he trains leia we think yeah we think that the the spot where he trains leia and leia says this isn't for me is immediately after jedi because it does it it looks it looks like uh endor to me i've always no it's not endor my theory where he trains leia is the planet that they're on and uh where where the the planet where the rebel base is or the resistance base is no isn't it it, the the planet on in the Force Awakens. Excuse me. The the return of uh, the revent. Wow. The We've only got of, a couple of different movies left. The, yeah, I'm going that, through all the R's. Isn't that Yavin? No, it's not Yavin. I thought they go back to Yavin. No, the ships left on Yavin or something like that. No, um, it's not Yavin. It, it's another jungle planet. That's yes. all just jungle for no jingle reason. jangle jungly. Jingle jangle jangle. No, I've always. Back I know my. Um, it, seeing this at the end, it kind of gave me more. Uh, I don't even know how to say it. Put more faith in my theory of what's going. You, to happen You have with more a, circumstantial evidence yeah, for, of what's going to happen with the child. 
I feel like, especially after hearing what Ahsoka t- says about him and after she... Also remember how him. quickly he starts choking Cara Dune when that too. She, 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 he thinks he th- that she is, uh, she's attacking yeah. the djinn. I feel like the child is going to eventually become an evil character. Maybe yeah, not but evil, but just any character. I think he sense. may walk away from it. And you're yeah. talking about then Luke failed to train. Well, yeah, and then knowing what we know about, you know, it's, episode eight and nine... Luke kind of disappears because he has this sense of failure. And I think that Grogu is one of the first uh, quote unquote students he takes on that kind of amplifies this. And then eventually like down the road with Ben Solo. Yeah, because he's the potential to be very, very powerful in terms of yeah. Grogu. It's the forested moon, excuse me, forested world of Ajahn Kloss. Oh, a- that's right. Yeah. AJ, AJ, A-N. What? I think it's Agent Kloss, isn't it? AJ, A-N. A John, A John Kloss. That's where he trains Leia. Sure, because she runs the same course that Leia ran. Mm-hmm. Or Ray runs the same. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's. Uh, I think it's. It's. I think that flashback. Yes, is very soon right after. The thing. Um, well, he definitely doesn't have a school by this point because mm-hmm. we know that, kind of from the stories, he's still sort of. In the New Republic, he's searching the galaxy. He's at the Battle of Jakku. He may have already found a couple other students, though. We don't know because that's the the. It's funny because the the video that I watched today from Screen Rant, um, he does the Easter eggs video for each one. He's talking about the ending, and he talks about like for him, he's like, I'm really upset. I don't like this ending because I don't want Gogroom to not be in the next season. Mm-hmm. Like I I, I want to hold on to that. But he also talks about all the things that that have kind of been laid out. Much like the EU, they don't necessarily make sense because of the way that that you have almost a, a an unreliable narrator sort of thing. The way that Luke kind of describes, or the way that Han describes what happens, is that the apprentice went crazy, slaughtered everyone, and left the took a handful of students and left. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, the, what seems to be later, and what we see in the Kylo Ren comic book is Ben leaves finds the Knights of Ren, comes back and slaughters everybody. Yeah. Never takes anybody with him. So it is kind of this weird, there doesn't seem to be anything definitive. Mm-hmm. And now we've introduced another element to Luke's journey post-Return of the Jedi. So there's that. Here's the other thing. With I Gr- thought, and again, for me, I think part of it was, I thought Luke was the laziest of the choices they could have had. See, I'm glad they used Luke. And the reason being is that what Ahsoka says is there's not many Jedi left. I don't need any more introduced. Because the more Jedi you keep introducing, the more you take away from first Obi-Wan and Yoda's sacrifice and Luke being the one that needed to... You mean Obi-Wan and Yoda's cowardice? Whatever. <laughs> the more, you know, Being the last, the return of the Jedi name, you can't have multiple Jedi out there or you lose that. But you obviously do because he finds enough people to, to, to have a school. Yes. It's the same thing I've said. Well, you find force the same thing I've said in the OT to have Kale Kestis and care and, and Kanan uh-huh. and Ahsoka. Yep. And, and Mace is still alive. According to some people, where the hell were they? Why right. is Obi-Wan Kenobi so fixed on Luke when you have Ezra who would be more powerful than him because he's already been trained? But if you didn't have Kane and Ezra, that, would and that's be why I said you had to get rid of them. right. 
We don't know the fate of Cal Kestis. I didn't think it was ever going to be him no. simply because it's not their character to play around with in a way. And you know we're going to get a fallen temple too at some point. Right. And we're going to use some of those same characters. I think you, and, and now you, you do have to see something. And I talked about this when we talked about the Ahsoka episodes is like, you're now having to tell me as a fan, where the hell were they? Mm-hmm. And they did that. I mean, when we were going through Rebels, and was like, well, everyone has to die because we've never seen them. I said, they don't necessarily have to die. Right. But Kanan and Ezra, to me especially, when they we talked about this years board. ago, have to be taken off the board. Yep. Kanan sacrifices himself. It's a beautiful moment. Yep. And Ezra disappears. And we know, we can assume from the post, uh, you know, the, the, the little vignette at the end of the last Rebels episode that they don't find him during the OT. Right. That Ahsoka and Sabine go off to find him and the war's already over, or at mm-hmm. least the main part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, He's somewhere beyond the outer rim. Yeah. Uh, and that's why everyone assumed that that was the whole thing with Grand Admiral Thrawn is that Ahsoka's finding, looking for Grand Admiral Thrawn because he can give them clues as to where Ezra is. Okay. Right. I just, I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe I became that guy, but I just, I that's thought. That's why I think I, Luke is the perfect choice. I think it's the laziest choice though. It's, it's the, the easiest. It's the safest choice. It's the yeah, safe to it's me is lazy. Safe. It's the but see, no, because if you've already if you're already trying to establish in episode seven, right, that Luke originally went off n- not long after Jedi to restart the 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 Jedi Order. Yeah, you know, you you hear that in the aftermath books. You hear that in in the Bloodline book. All these things. The aftermath book. He hasn't established the the no no thing no. Yet. But he's already gone off, starting to look for. Yes, it's the adventures. It's not. It's not necessarily he's going off to look for something. He's going off to understand what's the force, going on. Right. That's what the adventures of Luke Skywalker, the YA kind of group of short stories. The feeling you get is he's trying to understand before he goes to be a teacher. Right. Like he's exploring these these different but we avenues. Found, we just talked about it before when you and I were talking about it after the. You know, we looked it up after, and we didn't find him at the Battle of Jakku. We kept thinking he was. No, the the, the Imperial officer says he's there, and he's saved on and, Jakku but no one by ever, him. Right, but they don't know if it's him or not. Well, I think it's him. But he didn't really fight in the Battle of Jakku, where you know, you, like he's fighting and flying an X-wing or doing whatever. He may have been there, but not, you know, in, in really involved. Whatever it is, but but it, yeah, here's it's whatever it is. I still think I'm sorry. It's the laziest choice. I, I think it's the smart choice. I honestly it's, think I yes, don't think it's the smart I, choice I, I at get, all. I get people's feelings about Gogur. You, you want him there. You want him in the next season. But nothing, here's the thing: it has nothing to do with Gogur. Everybody throws what you've already established completely into chaos. How? No, how? Other than the where fact, the hell did Gogur go? Maybe he got killed by by Ben. Not a chance. You don't know. I do know. Maybe he was off on another mission for Luke. You have to get that rid. Point. That's the thing. Is as soon as Luke takes him, you have to get rid of him. Maybe he's with Ahsoka and That's Sabine. Why I'm saying it's the laziest choice is because his story has, in a way, already been told to us. Because you have to now get rid of him in a way that doesn't put him into the Force Awakens timeline or or, or uh, location line. It's just I, to me, I, I think it's the the right choice to do. That you 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 take this child and you you I have think, to have him trained. As he said, it's the safest, right? I say it's the laziest because it's not interesting. <sighs> Giving me a different character that comes to him. What it would mean? But you can't. I talked, okay, remember when I talked about when we get to the end of episode nine, and I said, "What if? What if the end of episode nine is Ray dies and Ben lives?" Right. 
The stories past episode nine are so much more interesting to me if it's Ben Solo trying to redeem himself alive with a galaxy that's sort of, that doesn't know he's Kylo Ren versus, okay, we get more stories with Ray. All right. That's, it's just not as interesting. What if, to I me. mean, it doesn't matter if, this, if, if right now, if this is the end of Gogur's story that we see until a book or something later on. Who cares? Because everybody's been bitching. Disney. Wait, <laughs> everybody's been bitching and complaining. Yes, more than likely we're going to get him back and he's going to leave Luke or something and come back to him. And, you know, I couldn't. I'll train see you him. again to promise. Yes. Yeah. More than like, but here's the thing people have, you know, bitching and complaining and joking around that. You know, every time he goes into do anything, he's putting the child in danger because he's got to take him with him. If he's getting ready to go with Bo-Katan now as the, no, I the prominent it. leader of Mandalore. I don't have a problem with him leaving. I have a problem with who came to get him. What's the difference it's, if it's him or if if, if Mace Window comes Mace Windu comes that's back? that's way more interesting. Why? Because I don't know Mace Windu's story from episode three. But now you've got to come up with a whole new story for where Mace was awesome. for episode three. Awesome. No. You're giving your... You have to tell new stories. You've got to get... You have to make some choices that allows you the opportunities to fill the holes. So now you're telling me that three of the most powerful Jedi survived Order 66... I'm not saying it's... I'm not, hold on. Listen and to did me. nothing listen, against listen the me. Empire? It's more interesting. That's the thing. I know Luke's story. But you don't think it's more interesting four. now if there's something with Luke and... Where now he's starting the Jedi Academy. We already know he started the Jedi Academy. We already know. But all now of we that. get to experience. This is this is the problem with having the movies set so far apart from where we are. This is part of it. We, when we see these things, we can have that moment of like, oh, that's going to be Snoke. Oh, that's going to be the 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 First Order. I've talked about it. That I think everything that Moff Gideon and Garen Animal Thrawn are doing is actually part of the same plan that the characters in Aftermath all come together to. Found the first oh, totally. order, especially yeah. when you no, get to that's rebels. Yeah, it's interesting, especially when you take but rebels into effect with what and, we, and the Thrawn book where where uh, the no, emperor is telling him to set the up these things it's with all Ezra. Stuff we don't know because we don't know Thrawn's story and these types of things. We know Luke's story. Yeah, but we know we, we know, know Luke's story. Was we know for the emperor to get know, Ezra. We know Luke's story from this moment to Episode Seven. The details no. are different. Yep. we don't. The details are different. What we do we know? We know that he started a school. We know that he takes Ben Solo into this school. With the rise of uh, the rise of Kylo Ren comic book, we see some of the interaction he has with Ben, and part of the reason that Ben doesn't like him, we see Ben meet Snoke. We know and that's that ben all from Bloodline on. Do you want to let me finish? Go ahead. No, you know I'm not going to. No, go ahead. Luke's, Luke's the right choice. I'm telling you, we know Luke's story. We've been told Luke's story. We don't know the details, but we know the story. We know he leaves for you know the, the school. The school gets destroyed. Mm -hmm. He goes to Octo. He leaves his sister behind. He leaves the galaxy behind. He's a total douche. And then Ray comes to save him or get him. And he does it. He fails again. Yoda comes and tells him that he's wrong. He sacrifices himself in order to save the resistance, to save his sister, to save the, the what's left of the resistance, the uh -huh. spark. And then he raises the X-Wing out and like, I could have come and saved you myself, but you know. Wanted to die instead or whatever. We know Luke's story. Does he raise the X or does she? He does. He does. As a ghost. Yeah. 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 And says, hey, this flies. <laughs> Gives him the helmet. Which proves Luke, also, Luke is a dick at that point. So, But that's also, like you guys, for example, 
who have consumed every piece of media that Star Wars has put out know this story. Well, I didn't play Jedi Order. <laughs> well, Order. no, I did. Majority no, I of people no, that are watching the show don't know that. That's story. the other thing. Why it's the lazy choice is it is in service of people who don't know anything else that's in it. It's a moment for it, people like like you know. To Melissa loved it people. as soon as it happened because she watched it after I did. I got this like Luke, 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 Luke. I love that for people, and I get it. I'm not saying I don't get it, and I'm not saying it wasn't cool, and I'm not saying it wasn't awesome, and I'm not saying it wasn't, you know, I'm glad that everyone has that moment. As someone interested in the progress of the story, I think it's the lazy choice. Well, would you have rather Ahsoka come back? No, because she already, she already met him. Yeah. I think it would have been more interesting to have Ezra come. It would have been more interesting to have... Mace or Cal or a brand new character. It would have been more interesting to have Quinlan Voss. I was just saying, it would have been more interesting to be a character that comes and uses a red saber. That he appeals to someone who's in the dark side. See, that would have been interesting is if it was somebody and they don't know the difference. You know, at that point, the only person would know the difference would be Bo. Bo. She would know, wait a minute, a red saber, you know, but if they're, if they're just not, you know, fucked up, you know, I mean, if they're like, if, if, it, if, if it's like, if it's like somebody like Dooku that comes up and they can, you know, or even something him. of just like steals Groku, you he's, he's out of Moff Gideon's hands, but he is in somebody's worse. Yeah. When somebody comes in and kidnap him, kidnaps, kidnaps him, kidnaps him, naps him in the saves them from Moff Gideon, but simply just takes the child, knocks them all out, sure. kills the other Mandalorian girl, you know, whatever. And leaves. It's there. It's just nothing I can do about it. I just think it was, I think it was safe. I think it was super fan friendly, it's which this whole so, season is. Yeah. Oh, totally. And it's that moment. And it's awesome. And Mark Hamill tried to spoil it because he started posting pictures of himself all day during the day. It's hilarious. Like, I'm glad I didn't see his thing beforehand. That's um, why Beth goes, I can't believe Mark Hamill didn't spoil it. I'm like, well, you know, he did hide he did. one of the biggest cinematic secrets. And then I turn around and I look and he's, he's posted a picture of himself. <laughs> Doing shushing, the shushing. Yeah, doing the shushing show. Yeah. And it's like, are you kidding me? And then he tweets, seen anything late and great on TV lately? That was the sporting. Yeah, you have to see yeah. anything good on yeah. TV lately. It's like, it's dude. Cool, I'm, not deba- I'm not debating the moment. I'm not debating anything like that. I'm not. What I'm saying is that as someone watching who's, who's and, and someone with my bias of saying, give me something new. Give me new characters. Give me new people to follow. Give me new things to kind of, I, mean, I think Luke is the safe and I think, unfortunately, the lazy choice. But that's me. That's my opinion. He's. I think it's the lazy choice. I just because it's Luke, it's my favorite choice. Again, now, that's part of the reason why I think it's lazy. Oh, because you're not thinking of it from a story standpoint. You're thinking of it. I got to see Luke Skywalker be a super badass again, and it was awesome. Luke's my favorite character too. But I find Luke to be super. I th- I find douchey Luke to be super. Super interesting. Yeah. Because I think there's so much story there, and there's so much stuff that you can appeal. Everything that's in The Last Jedi, to me, it, it, the stuff that Kylo says, the stuff that Yoda says, Yoda's basically saying, you yeah, we were wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. We were totally the whole, wrong. You're saying that not and just you, the, the whole Jedi. With, yeah, but the part of the thing with Gogru being picked up as he's older and has gone through stuff is then, as, as, as Ahsoka says, I've seen what happens to the best of them when they're, right. when they're, they're emotionally attached. I hate that idea. Yes. I love the idea that, that that's what's wrong with them is that they took them too early. They should have let them get attached. They should be fighting for their moms and their dads and their loved ones. Mm-hmm. That the emotional attachment, because it, to me, it flies in the face of what he's talking about in Empire. Well, where he's like, let your emotions flow. You got to feel the force through your emotions and everything. And then when you watch episode one, it's like, no, you got to be a robot. But see, that's also my disconnect with Ahsoka is because 
those I know and people hate those four episodes with her and the sisters in season seven, but it sets up for her to understand how the how even more so why she doesn't like the Jedi. Why she doesn't like the Jedi and how people see them you know, as these cold, calculated warriors, Mm -hmm. not somebody that is there for them that cares about the individual. And by, if you don't have attachment, then you don't care about the individual. Well, falling into that too, I feel like this could have an opportunity to set up a, a huge uh, relationship dynamic between Grogu and uh, Din. The fact that he says, you know, you're going to be safe. I'll see you again. And it doesn't go that way, let's say. Right. And Grogu, you know, starts to turn, you, you know, to a, a darker side. By the and time, kills well, no, and it comes down to like a you know like an Obi Wan and Anakin thing. But here, but, but there's, there's that a lot because in the EU we loved each other. But yeah. well, you it, know, it, you, a, I was taken away theme. from you. You let me go. Yeah. Everything's wrong with this, and now I'm going to try to kill it's you. It's a reoccurring theme because you have yeah. Obi Wan yes. versus Anakin, you have Luke versus his own father, and then right. in the you EU, have Ahsoka versus Vader. In the EU, you have Jason Solo who turns to the dark side, killed by Gina. <laughs> right. Yeah. His sister kills him. Well, and here, here's my... It could be a powerful moment, in my opinion, later on in the series. No, this, that this, would be there's a lot of stories to tell, and we'll cool. see the two of them together. I mean, mm-hmm. Grover's story obviously isn't over, and we're going to have to get something that tells us what happened either before or then during right. uh, the, the, you know, when Ben comes to the school or, or the stuff that's there. I think one of the interesting things with this is, because uh, we're talking about the, the Jedi Order and the way that, that, you know, Yoda said, especially towards the end, we had kind of lost our way in the dogma and the thing. I think you have a, I want to see, I'm interested in seeing what the Jedi are like in the High Republic. Yes. Mm -hmm. And if, because 200 years, you can change from 200 years going, hey, instead of finding people when they're five or six or nine or 10 and inviting them to the school, we now take them when they're infants. Yeah. When they're born. No, when they're younger. The change that in the High Republic, they weren't kidnapping babies, you know, they were waiting for force powers to start to develop and inviting them to come to the academy right. or whatever. If that existed then, that emotion was more prevalent 200, 300 years mm. ago and what the Jedi are, and maybe that's what the Alkalite starts to change. Right. Because maybe the Alkalite's someone that comes in there super late, you know, maybe 15 years. Well, yeah, first fall in 12 or something. Yeah, yeah, some of that idea. So it'll be interesting to see how this new group of creators takes what Lucas has put on the table as what the Jedi order is supposed to be mm-hmm. and adjust it to a way. Cause remember in the EU after episode one and two, you know, Luke's already started the school. We already have the stories with Luke in the Academy and he's finding adults as Jedi and they're all working out. Right. And Luke's just basically like, yeah, I found out they, that's not what they did, but that's why they failed. That was wrong. And that was so powerful. Then Luke saying we're doing something different because obviously it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Right. It put them in a situation in which Anakin could turn to the dark side and help the emperor take over and establish the the empire, Luke's like, no, no we're going to go find people that are attached, and you can marry people, and you can do whatever. Yeah. I mean, even the Which EU is the, the EU. <laughs> the first story in the, in the Dark Horse Star Wars one was with Key out of Monday, and he has a kid, yeah. and then the, the movie comes out, and it's like, oh, no, you're not allowed to have attachments at all. He gets a pass <laughs> to rewrite his backstory that the Sarens are very difficult, that's very difficult to, to uh, reproduce, and so the male Sarens, even as Jedi, were allowed to have children. Mm. So... The only thing, the only problem I have with Luke is that the CG was terrible. I, I forgive it, uh, but because that, but this goes to my point. 
is because it's a CG Luke, you cannot base a show, no, episode, multiple episodes off of this as a prominent character. Well, yeah. I don't think we're going to see. You would have to. No, you would. You would have to wait another yeah. ten or twenty years, what he's and saying, then show yeah. older Luke with Groku. What he's saying is, is yes, that y- this isn't going to work for ten episodes. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to de-age Mark Hamill for ten episodes right. and and make a series about Luke. This was a chance for them to use another actor and see if people accepted accepted him as Luke. Of you could have put Sebastian Stan. Everybody in. keeps saying that Sebastian Stan's not doing it. Even even when I looked at it, when I first when he first walked through when he first removed his head off, I was like. Is that Sebastian? It's not his head. What did I say? He moved his head off. <laughs> oh, my God. Jango <laughs> Fett's back. <laughs> when he removes his hood. just to all of the other characters in the bridge going, Oh! <laughs> it's the headless horseman. Goes to black right there. <laughs> when he removes his hood, it does first look like Sebastian Stan as Luke Skywalker. I think because everyone kind of expected it. That's what I, that. I think yeah. that's what it was, is I was expecting it. If it was they had it. an opportunity to see if fans would accept it. Yes, and, and it was mentioned in that in the video I watched was because he said one of the problems that I that he thought a lot of fans had with Solo is that um, Aiden Aiden right yes mm-hmm. uh, does not look anything like Harrison Ford. Now, for someone like me, I'm if it's good, I'll, I'll forgive it. Yet somebody did. If you a were co- to give me, if you were to give me a Luke series that takes place immediately after this, Luke yes. and Goku, and Sebastian Stan or another actor who. Looks like looks close enough. Yes. I don't need exact. I get, right. It's. I mean, hell, we had freaking James Rhodey look like Terrence Howard, and then he looked like Don Cheadle. Right. Both African American gentlemen look nothing alike. Well, even look at Ahsoka. Yeah. So Ahsoka's so, your best example of this. Um, you can always do. You, I thought they would if they ever did a Luke series, they would do it as an animated series because obviously you could. You it. could still do that. You can still do that. Uh, I don't know if people will take Goguru as an animated series, but we'll that's see. the that's the tough part of yeah, it. We'll see. Um, you could do I it. Would, you I, could I do it where like, Luke has established yeah. a school and there's other teachers. Yeah, I feel, and then Luke comes in and out. I feel like I'm at a point where if you want to, if you want to give me more stories with this, because if I'm going to accept Solo and I'm going to be excited about Donald Glover hopefully playing Lando again, uh-huh. then I'm open to giving me a just after Jedi Luke who's age appropriate. Um, a Leia series. No, I, I, I think, I think now, far, maybe now, now that's what I'm thinking. It, it would have been, it would have been completely wrong to recast her for episode nine. Considering they were just about to shoot it. Correct. Mm-hmm. When they're shooting it, it's 2017. And you've already established her in that, in the story that you're telling. Yeah. I, I, I think, I think, I honestly think now, I almost feel like if they had recast her, again, use somebody big, right? And just, you know, be honest up front. Like, look, we can't sell the story without her. It's mm-hmm. just not going to work because it's so forced. Yes. In it. And, mm-hmm. and, and, it's, and, it's, and it's difficult. But and not the Metachlorian forced. Correct. Um, <laughs> I, I, I sort of feel like we probably would have gotten over it. Oh, yes. I think you people know. would have had an easier time with it than with what they had with the movie that we got. Yeah. I probably would still be debating whether that, what that movie is more so than that. Sure. So, you know, if they did, if they did, Hey, we're going to do Luke Skywalker with uh, someone who looks like 
Sebastian Stan, you know, or uh, someone who can act. Or There's somebody close to that. Yeah, and again, it's it's, it's just got to be sort of don't make him six five. Right. Um, you're a little tall for a stormtrooper now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, or 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 whatever. But that's I mean that's what acting is, and when you have characters that kind of transcend the ages of the people, the actors that play them, and you still want to tell stories with them. I'm obviously James Bond. We've seen it with Star Trek. J.J. Abrams rebooting Star Trek with new with the same characters, just different actors playing mm-hmm. them, and you have two of them that are uncannily similar in in um, Zachary Quinto and Carl Urban. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's acceptable to me if they want to do that, and if they do that, and that's the story of how Grogu just then, it, I think it's a better choice. I just uh, from a whole from right now, and again, it's it's we're not even forty eight hours away from it. Yeah. So there's a lot I just, of kind of I that just think if you thing. if you would have added another Jedi to the universe, even if it's somebody like Quinlan Voss or Mace that's back, you know, if you would have brought somebody like that back. I thought Quinlan would be Quinlan was my dark horse. Quinlan have been we a have good, no idea what happens to him. Right. You know, the last time we see him is at the end of the dark. And Quinlan's book. not somebody I mean, Quinlan can't really Quinlan's attitude is that's so much why, different. That's why it would be super interesting to yes. me. That I, he thinks he thinks he and Skywalker are the only two force sensitives that are left. Right. And he feels this from somebody else and realizes, okay, there's something else that's going on. And he shows up thinking that, oh, Luke's too busy with the new Republic and all the things that he's doing. I'm going to go save that child. Well, Quinlan's we also, also don't know what the, cause it, it looks like that, that Goger was communicating when yes. he's on the stone. Um, you know, because we kind of see well, him you also moving see, or something. You also see him doing that when he, when Luke, when the when X-wing comes. Yeah, and it's also Ahsoka seems to, you know, obviously, right. He looks kind of like when he's, when he's interacting with Ahsoka, that they're speaking telepathically. They're yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it would have been interesting to know if it's Quinlan that they had had a conversation, and that Quinlan maybe lies to him and says it's just me. Yeah. There's no other Jedi. It's just me. There's Ahsoka and me, and I'm going to come get you. Well, Quinlan may not even know of Ahsoka. But then you could also have it where it uh, explain Quinlan's an easy out for not getting involved with the the Galactic Civil War. Yep. Because especially after the Dark, Dark Disciple, yep. he's just like, I don't care. So I'm, that's why. That, I, mean, I don't care. Because you have Gogru as a species that has the potential to live so long. Right. You've, you've set yourself up for stories way down the line. Oh, totally. With a character that you've already been attached to. And it would be interesting if you have that. And his, even his, the new his high teacher, Republic. his master, is Quinlan Voss. Yeah. And how that would, would, would you know, uh, um, drive him, focus him. What's <laughs> because the now you said Mold just, him, mold him. That's yes. But now you've set yourself up with Order 66, him getting taken from the temple during that attack and then getting taken from, from the temple. The temple I said, I said the thing and I was like, does he get taken from the temple twice? Yeah. I think it was when my conversation with Melissa, where I was just like, it just kind of sets up these things that well, these it, questions that are immediately. And again, Lucas, I, I, I know Lucas is me, always circular. It's, it's, as I said, I've, I've it, it, it's, it's my me not being able to get out of my own head. Yeah. And as I said, I actually find it. Cause where did I, this is great radio. Um, you know, I said, uh, she asked me, are you not thrilled that it was Luke? And I said, there was a bit of giddiness, yes. But I don't know. I think I had it in my head that it was going to be someone else. So I was already thinking, but how does he not show up in seven? Does Gogru initiate the school? Is the third season really not going to have Grogu in it? 
And then I'm mad at myself for not living in the moment and enjoying it. I failed Master Queen Qui-Gon. <laughs> Keep your focus on the here and now. Concentrate on the living force. So, I mean, it. I don't feel good about the fact that I immediately went like, wait a minute. Oh, my God. I, my my heart was bouncing out of my that's chest. Part, that's part of what I do now because I'm yeah. thinking about the bigger story. I was just, no. I, and thinking about it from a creative point of view, of term, again, like immediately going to myself like, what kind of other creative choices could they have made that might have been more satisfying to someone like me? And it's just, I mean, all Star Wars, uh, Star Wars fandom is rife with people that are having the same things that I'm doing. See, the most interesting choice, if you really want to go for the most interesting choice. Is Yoda. No. <laughs> the most interesting choice would have been somebody with a red blade. Yeah. And when he meets, and then you have set up in a season three, he meets up with Ahsoka and he says, yes, a Jedi came Oh, do you know anything? You know what? What can you tell me? It had a red blade. You know that's your yeah, reveal you to her. Do, you do Darth Talon, and she says, "I'm like sorry, a red blade." You know, yeah. no, it could have been an Inquisitor. Yeah, it can. It could be a completely new. Character. And, and you know, then I, I it sets it up. A, now he has to chase to that's get. What I just to, said, you, like he basically gets kidnapped by another character. Right. That, that that you know he's he's not he's not saved. He's in danger. Right. And then that sets that up me. that then then after that you could have season three where at the end of season three where he goes to Luke, <laughs> and you've already had him starting getting dark side training, and and then Jin kills him. <laughs> so the second thing is what the hell is the book of Boba Fett? Scum and villainy. I mean, is he, is he, I mean, he sets himself up as the kind of gangster warlord of Tatooine, I imagine. I would think so too, yeah. I think it's just... just his, doesn't seem to be his maybe role a, to me. And like a rise to power. He is definitely a different character than what was presented to us, not only in the film, but what the original EU started to put mm -hmm. him through. Oh, totally. Totally. And so it's 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 interesting, but it's also... That Sarlacc it's, pit changes you, man. It's the same, well, that's what... That's part of it too. Yeah, but, here you, but here's the weird thing. Okay, you have... Even within your own... Mandalorian universe that you just established with Boba Fett, right? Mm -hmm. You had somebody that, you know, I'm a simple man trying to make my way through the galaxy mm -hmm. who is the most notorious bounty hunter, right? But now he's working for a principal. He is, you know, he is... Yeah, but that working for a principal, then he just like then he goes a, in and shoots. He murders a dude in cold blood right. and sits on it and the homegirl's like, I'm getting, I'm getting the blue... Super fermented mm. milk. Let's it's go. not like he's going back for revenge yeah. against Jabba for getting him thrown yeah. into the Solik pit. It wasn't that wasn't his fault. No. You know, it's just it. So what if you take Aiden Ulrich now and make him Han Solo in the Boba Fett series, and he's chasing after Solo? I mean, that was Tales of the Bounty Hunters. That, that was, was the, that yeah. was the short story, even though that's um, totally out of canon. Hmm. What if Solo 2 takes place post-Return of the Jedi? <laughs> I don't think they're ever going back to no, that well. No, no. Oh, no, no, no. And, but I, I'm not, not a time period, anyway. I'm just trying to think what you do with Boba Fett, the book of, of Boba Fett. It almost sounds like you're going to take different chapters of his life. That's one of the things, one of the reasons why you don't kill Chewbacca. Right. Anyone can fit in that. Yeah. I mean, really. I mean, I mean really. Timmy Morrison can't fit in the armor anymore. If you do the book of Boba Fett, then you get to tell Boba, Boba Fett, you know, in the nineteen years from Revenge of the depends, Sith. Yeah, it depends on what they decide to do with it. If they're going to do, you know, chapters of his chapters, or if it is just what his next chapter is here. I, I mean, it, I don't know. 
It'll could be, be something even very limited, like a, a two, three episode arc. Where it's they, just, I don't think they I don't think you, you don't yeah, you don't, don't do that for that. For I'm sure on like Monday because even Lucasfilm try to, tries to follow the you know non spoiler. We don't talk about it till Monday. Thing. Right. It'll be it'll be interesting to see if there's any news on Monday on what the hell Book of Boba Fett is. If when I is, first saw it, at first if I it thought is it. what Kathleen Kennedy was talking about that there's actually not a third season of Mandalorian next year. We're going to wait till 2022. When I first saw Boba it and Fett, I saw the so. logos after it, I thought maybe it was a novel or a video game. Hmm. If you bring him in, have this whole thing. I mean, then that, but then uh, that immediately when yeah, I after I said that, I was like, it's got to be live action mm-hmm. because I don't, I don't think you tease it in a different and entertainment. Team and Morrison already made a comment earlier on that he was doing something a little bit more. Yeah, everyone just I think just took that, took that to me. He's going to be an episode. Or yeah, episode, season mm-hmm. three. All right, I'm so we we're going to wrap things up on that note. In two hours and fifteen minutes of the Mandalorian. <laughs> and uh we're gonna be back next week with um our actually this will be a double episode because we'll do this one as declassified and then we'll have our nerdables which will be our marvel well, we should probably post this in nerdables too because i don't think anyone's gonna see it well no i will but um it, it, it they'll both be listed well, on the uh soundcloud too mm-hmm. so we'll be back with our marvel uh Investors investors meeting uh, event. Rundown. Rundown. Thank you. So make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables and also Facebook, Facebook.com slash Star Wars Declassified. And we're on Twitter at Nerdables Show and on Instagram as Nerdables. So for Chris and Ethan, I'm, say, I'm already saying Luke was awesome. <laughs> Luke's a badass.